Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I love that that thing is so thick, I can barely get it in there. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I'm fixing it. I'm trying. Yep. And you're just nagging me the entire time. Forget <laughs> about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm doing it. Whose voice was that? That wasn't my voice. Seemed that like is you your voice. a little bit there. Who did that sound like? She does the same thing. <laughs> your wife what are you does doing? that too? I said I don't need it. What are you doing? I'm fixing it. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sorry, Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Quebec. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. No common man today, but that's all right. I'm T-Bone. We've got Triple H with us today, a.k.a. Hayden. What's up, Hayden? How are you, man? What's going on, Bone? I'm good, man. Good to have you in. This is the first time we've done a show together, so that's always fun. Always a new experience. And also a new experience when Mike's headphone settings I forgot to change before the show, so now I'm just listening to... I wish I could describe this to the audience. Have you ever heard a guitar that's overmodulated? You like we're like a punk rock band where it's just... They barely touch it and just is gritty and scratchy. That's how he listens to his headphones, and I, I don't know how a human survives listening to this for three hours a day. I don't know how... His ears are completely dead. I don't know how they how they work properly. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, too, because there's times where you're trying to talk to him around the office, and he just will completely not hear what you said. <laughs> and it's a little intimidating, because yes. you're like, oh, that guy just, just doesn't like me. He just like blew me. you off. <laughs> he just yeah. blew you off. Which is... I See, I have my suspicions about how deaf he actually is, or if that's just convenient cover that he has worked into lore that now when he walks around, people are like, oh, he didn't hear me, probably because he can't hear anything. No, maybe he heard you fine. He's like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm deaf. That way I don't have to interact. That could be it too. It could be that. It could be that. But I think the headphones and the volume being up 115% is, is a good is a good <laughs> indicator that this guy definitely does struggle with hearing. But, yeah. um, you know, that's always a good thing, though, too, because sometimes you can say something really, really stupid, and there's a good chance he didn't hear what you said. That's right. So there's a, there's a good end to it, too. That's exactly right. So Mike will be back tomorrow, but we've got plenty to get to today. Uh, we are going to have a new time for one of our favorite segments, the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. That'll be happening at 434. Now, the reason for that is because we're going to talk to Jason Stark at 534. So, new segment we're starting today called Jason's Beef. Because mm. Jason loves roast beef. He's a noted roast beef connoisseur. He will love the fact that we have decided to call the segment that this year. But we're going to talk baseball. We'll talk whatever Jason wants to talk about. Solar eclipses. Let's hope. Do you know this about Jason Stark? He chases solar eclipses. Like, he goes. Really? Yeah. He took wow. one, one, I forget. It was last year, a couple years ago, where we wanted to do the segment one day. And he said, I can't do it. I'll be in Washington. Like, state of Washington. We're like, why? And he's like, ah, I got to go watch the solar eclipse. And it was apparently the perfect viewing spot to go. And so he just said, sorry, can't be available. I've got solar eclipse things to do. That's kind of cool, man. Now, there's different ones. Like, well, there's the lunar and there's, there's the solar. He doesn't care about the lunar. Lunar can go to hell. 
He doesn't yeah. even he doesn't even bother with the lunar. He doesn't like when the moon changes to a different color. Mm-hmm. That's oh, I don't know if he likes it or not, but he doesn't change his schedule for it. He he completely told. I mean, he told baseball to f off. He's got <laughs> solar eclipse to go watch. So that's what he was doing. So. I, I could hang out with him because I think it is it is pretty neat when you just look up at the sun and it just goes dark, even if it goes dark for two minutes. It's a little weird that he drives all the way to Washington, wherever he's from, to just enjoy two minutes of eclipsing people. The eclipse people, they've got their thing, right? I mean, it's a it's a natural occurrence. It's a thing that, you know, people have been looking at ever since there's been people, right? They probably didn't know what it was all the time, but we've had them forever. Still to this day, there are people with all the technology who say, yeah, I'll drive and rearrange my whole week just to go see that. I wonder if he drives somewhere, too, and he watches the eclipse and it was a little bit of a disappointment. Like, he's like, oh, oh I'm the, sure. You know, he's, ta- he's talking with his eclipse people and he's like, you know, this eclipse wasn't as good as that some wasn't the other as good ones. as the eclipses that we've seen in the past. That wasn't as good as uh, Kansas City <laughs> back in 08. Oh, that was, a le- that was a legendary one, you know? Yeah. See, I was looking up natural phenomenon over the weekend and this is just. Welcome to the show, Hayden, because this is what we do. We just start going off on tangents, and we'll get to all the stuff. I know there's Buckeye football. There's all kinds of other stuff we'll talk about. But There's I was, always weather, yes. is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there's the weather, but there's also, I was looking up, because I saw an article that said, the Northern Lights should be awesome. You should go see them before you die. And I'm like, where does one go? Where's the closest place to me? And I found out apparently like in the northern reaches of Minnesota, you could get up there and see, which is really kind of sad when you realize that's just southern Canada. Like that's not even, you're not even going up to Calgary, like Edmonton, like they're, they, no problem for them to see it. But us, it would be like, oh, if only we could see the northern lights. So yeah, apparently you can go to Minnesota and you can like get way out there. You got to be away from the city, but you can go check it out. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, w- I would do that. I would definitely, the Northern Lights, definitely. they're not something that I always think about as I need to go see those, but when I see pictures of them, I'm like, oh, that that is neat little sci-fi show going yeah. on in the sky. I'm the same, like that, pyramids are another one where it's like, they're not top of mind, but when I see pyramids and I see like the photos from Egypt, I'm like, why have I not, we need to go there and do that tomorrow. But then I, it's not gonna. Ha- it's not happening. I got three kids. There's no way I'm going tomorrow. There's no chance I can do. You that. should just ask them, like, "Hey, girls, what do you guys think about the pyramids?" Just get. The, <laughs> just how do you feel about a 17 hour flight with seven connections? Does that seem fun to you? Let's do it. Let's go. So yeah, but someday I plan on doing all that and getting there. So uh, Triple H is in. He's a big Detroit guy usually, but uh, yeah, a big hockey like guy the, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Foremost hockey expert on the fan, or one of, I would say. You and Rothman are probably neck and neck there. But let's. You want to talk about the Blue Jackets real quick before we get into some of the other stuff? The Jackets, uh, man. Yeah, West the Coast hasn't been kind to the Jackets so no, far. No, it hasn't been good, and they've had some injuries to some big time guys. Ugh. I don't know if people know this or not, but not having Zach Wierenski or Patrick Laine on the ice that does that does that, that does make it tough. <laughs> that's that's a bad that's a bad thing. Those yeah. are the two big dogs. That's your that's your top end player on defense and your top end player on offense that you're missing. And then obviously Elvis wasn't in that. Now I was the kind of guy that saw Barube was playing and I was like, we might win this one because he's three and oh. he's. <laughs> You're a bit of an optimist. I'm very, on that. very optimistic. I was just a huge Chief guy, and that's you know that's the nickname I've given him. For those who don't know that, I call him Chief. Because he was the one guy that came out during a spring, uh, preseason game one year, and he had a Chicago Blackhawks mask on. For some oh, reason, right. he just yes. showed up to the arena, and they didn't have a mask for him, so he went over to the Blackhawks locker room, and they gave him an extra mask. So. Is he Timmy Hall, basically? Is that what happened? Do you know that story about Timmy? When he, he's going to hate that we're telling this story, but I don't care. When he was first, like, first got to the fan, was like new hire, and we were happy to have him, 
the Jackets were like, come on out to a thing. Like at the Ice House, there was an event, some Jackets players, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come out and do that. And so he rolls up wearing a Blackhawks jersey. No. Right? It was Blackhawks or was it Red Wings? I think it was Blackhawks. It was a Blackhawks jersey, Ted is confirming for me. And he, because he was like, well, it's a hockey jersey, right? I, it's the only hockey jersey I got. I'm going to wear it. And when we said, no, that's not the way to do it. You can't, can't start with that. You got to wear either nothing, not nothing, not a non hockey anything, just a normal, you can wear normal clothes. Just wear blue. Right. Or blue would have been good. Red, white. They have lots of colors in their scheme that are fairly common in the thing. But anyway, Tim hates when we bring that up, which is the only reason I'm bringing it up. Well, because he's just looking at it as hockey. Like everybody loves hockey. It's It's just a general, it was just a general thought of this is going to, it's hockey time and that's okay. It's hockey time. But not okay in reality, no. and it lives with them to this day. And if Timmy doesn't like that, well, then every time I have to hear about mild wings, because I had mild wings one <laughs> time with Common Man, and I've heard it the rest of my career. That's all I ever talk about. But yeah, so maybe the Barube and Timmy Hall could talk about wearing the wrong thing, but didn't work out for them out west. So hopefully they can get back on it and play a little bit better as they play out the string the rest of the way here. Didn't go well for the crew either over the weekend. They suck right now. I could spend an hour on that. I won't. Here's all you need to know. The, the, the All the players and the coaches, Caleb Porter, they're all like, we should be better than this. We're playing better than this. And then they lose. So I don't really care why you're losing. I care that you're telling me you're good. You think you're good. You're playing really well. You say expected goals. XG. That's the stat that they love. Because it's, look at how many chances we should have had X number of goals by this point in the season. Well, you haven't. Because nobody can finish. Nobody can score. Caleb Porter says the lead forward, Miguel Barry, needs to get a neck tattoo. I don't think that's the answer. Anyway, it's a mess right now on the field for the crew. Not great. It's just never a good look, too, when you lose at home, especially in MLS, because I feel like the crew always lose on the road. Yeah. So for me, that means you got to defend home field, and they, they haven't. They've dropped two here in a, in a row at home. That's never a good look. I think, what was the last time they've scored? Isn't it like March 20th yes, or something? Yes, it's been, it's been quite a stretch that's, here. That's not good in a no. business where you need to score goals to win games. So No, you can't. There, it's it's a fundamental, pretty easy, what's my problem, that's my problem. Like, yes, the defense has given up some goals, but no, they've got issues in that regard. Not getting, the, not getting a goal at home, not being able to stave off all these attacks, and the fact, too, that you are actually driving the play quite a bit that's why all the players are talking about this they're saying we should be better than this we're we're dominating these games but they're getting counterattacked and they're getting scored on and their teams are not missing their chances that they're playing against their opponents aren't right now so not great for really any of any of that for the crew right now but you had some fun you were on the i field. did get to go we, did you get they, signed by the team i did nice. i signed a Congrats. i signed a 10-day contract two-way option Crew two and crew. I can play for either one. Go Cheers. up and down. It's great. I'm really excited about it. Tim Bezbachenko, thank you for making my dream come true. I'll be the slowest left wing you've ever had. But no, they they uh, they had youth soccer night. Took the girls out there. We had a nice time. They actually uh, invited me and the family to come. So got to do that. So I appreciate that from the crew. That was very nice of them. But the, the on the, the, in the stands, that's great. Like yeah. oh, sitting, yeah. that's the problem right now. I have going to crew games. Lower.com field, too nice. Too pretty for this ugly ass team. Like this team is ugly. The stadium is nice. The nice part of the stadium, everything you do in the stadium is super <laughs> so nice. Great, and yeah. you walk out there and you watch a very ugly, gross team right now, and it's jarring. It's it doesn't make sense, right? It's it's it sucks. It's kind of I guess like going back in the day to go and like watch a Red Wings game in the Joe Louis Arena and just wasn't a great place. It was kind of a dump, 
But it was a lovable dump for Red Wings fans, I guess. Either a way. A lovable dump. Right? Love those. That's that's also what Ted calls this show. A lovable dump. He hates it, but he loves it. He knows he does. Cheers to that. You excited about the Yikes, Teddy? You ready to go? You got some Yikes all geared up? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Good. Love Yikes. Jason ready to go? You talked to him today? Is he good? I did not talk to him at all today. No. Oh, well, good. He didn't we'll even talk out. to me. I said hi to the first time like outside of the <laughs> studio. <laughs> I said hi to Ted. I didn't, and we were both in here on Saturday. He, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, he was grinding. He was working the spring oh, game. Yeah, right. Still didn't say hi to each other. It's crazy how that happens. Yeah. I was going to stop by your desk there because I had something that I printed out, and you were not there because you were doing updates, I believe, mm. right? Yeah. So I was doing those yeah. for one minute. That's good. Hey, <laughs> so I missed you. You did your one minute of updates. That's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of work you had to do. That's good, though. We'll talk spring game when we come back. Plenty more to get to, like I said. We'll get into it next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Fisher Road at I-70. That's North Hague Avenue. It is causing some heavy slowdowns in this area. The accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful as things get cleaned up. Plan on some slowdowns in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Worldwide Technology Raceway in Madison, Illinois. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Help me array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. Rainy, drizzly, cold Monday. I thought we were done with these. Triple H, a.k.a. Hayden, is sitting in for Common Man today. Had the spring game over the weekend. Hope you enjoyed that if you went out there. A little bit of a cold day to start, but it kind of got better as it went along. And really nice to see just the Scarlet and Gray back out there for the spring game. Pretty nice uh, overall event. Always loved the spring game. Think it's a good idea that they let everybody go out and see that. And you get what you get with the spring game, right? It is going to be a... They've, they have rightfully so realized practice is what we're trying to do here so let's maximize every minute of practice we get. Yes, you get the benefit of fans in there, but they're not going to run just like old school when I was a kid. It was like a four-quarter game. It was two defined teams. They played each other hard for four quarters. It's not quite the same thing now. Yeah, it's just a nice little you know chance for Buckeye Nation to come together during the spring. It's a chance for people who maybe are in town for Easter, you know, who are from out of town, get yeah, a chance to go to the right. shoe, check out the stadium, maybe cross off the bucket list. It's always great to have fans come to an open-style practice, which is is what it is, glorified practice. If a, if a game out of a 1 one to 10 rating for how excited I get for a game, if that's like an 8, if it's like a big game or a 9, this is probably like a 3 or a 4. Yeah. But it's right. better than a 1 or a 2, you know, so it's still something. And it was, you know, it was nice to see C.J. Stroud throwing that 29-yard touchdown to 
JSN, you know, that was all that was all good. Yeah. And I did like that we did have a little bit of live tackling. I did appreciate that that Ryan Day decided, you know, we we are going to ha- have our linebackers and everybody else live tackle. Obviously, they didn't live tackle the quarterback, but that was all good and I I appreciated that. Yeah, it was. And actually, Ryan Day talked about why they went to the decision to tackle. Here's what he had to say. I think last year, we played some games really tough. I mean, we're really physical in some games. And then and then there were other times where you watch the film and, and you just you wish it was better. And so one of the things we talk about is competitive stamina. I mean, bringing it every single week because the thing that's unique about Ohio State is you're not allowed to lose a game here. You know, I, And I talked to the, the players about this in the offseason. The Rams, they went on a losing streak this year. They lost a bunch of games, but they go play in the Super Bowl and win it all. You can't do that at Ohio State. You have to be tough week in and week out. And so whether it was symbolic, I don't know. I just felt like it was the right thing to do at this time was to tackle and play. But uh, we're going to have to be physical. If we're tough and we have good leadership next year, then we have a chance uh, to reach our goals. Today was good. We'll probably do a little bit more in August because uh, you know we opened the game right out of the bats with, with, with obviously a huge game here. And we, and we know that's right around the corner. It's incredible that he got through that entire soundbite and not one bullwhip. I'm shocked that that didn't happen. <laughs> There was there was a whisper in there. It was there the, was a little bit. Well, did I? I thought I heard that too. Someone yeah. just, I don't know. That was like a mumbling thing that happened. It was a little creepy. I wonder if it was like the ghost of Woody Hayes, like whispering to his ear. Like, <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Well, you know what? I think the ghost of Woody Hayes would have liked at least there being some tackling in spring game. That's true. But it, it's funny because Ryan Day's had a few other quotes throughout practice in the spring and after this game that basically said what we all saw last year when we watched this team play was. Need a couple guys to step up and, and kind of be tougher on defense yeah. and just want to see some some nastiness out of this defense. I know he's not using that word. Maybe I'm putting those words in his mouth, but I think that's why there was a, a little more hitting than usual in this spring game. He wants to find out if these guys are actually going to be able to play on defense and play that physical level you need for four quarters when you play in the Big Ten. So I don't I don't blame him at all for wanting to do. Well, that. that's what Jim Knowles wants too. You know, he he's a defensive coordinator obviously and he's the new guy he wants to come in and and bring his energy and that's kind of how you pump life into a team right and especially a team that is already on the tracks already chasing after a national title you have to come and be that guy that tries to motivate the players to bring a ton of energy and to you know if you don't tackle in the spring game where there's gonna be no life on the defense and I thought you know Eichenberg having 10 tackles that was great uh, Kyle Stokes had a couple pass breaks breakups. You know that was great to see. So I'm a defensive first guy. I played defense in in high school, so I love to see the defense. I think I talked about this on Fan Sports Sunday. What what would the spread have been of that game? Like offense for Stephen, probably like two touchdowns, right? Yeah, but the offense probably. would have went, and, and the defense probably co- they covered. So. Yeah, with the weird scoring they had and all that stuff, which <laughs> the is a resounding always... victory for the defense. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, if you're factoring in the juice, yes, of course, you're factoring in the numbers. Uh, so you spoke of Jim Knowles. Here's what he had to say about what they've learned about this defense in the spring. Regardless of talent, these these players that we have, they want to learn. They uh, they soaked up everything I did. I mean, they were just into it, into football, into us. You know, culture change and the way we run meetings and and um, you know, they picked it up. I mean, they picked it up at a high speed so it's just a, a football intelligent group who, who wants to be uh, coached and wants to be led so I was really happy about that you know Jim Knowles I've, I've watched his defenses you know at Oklahoma State not not intently until now that he got hired here I've gone back and watched some games and stuff and seen oh yeah this there's some intensity that you do get out of that defense and certainly he knows how to coach him up 
But I think I think I've liked so much about him so far is that when he talks, I feel like I'm listening to a defensive coordinator. Not that other coaches have not felt that way. I'm just saying he's got that gravelly voice. Like yeah. he's a, this. This is a dude who grinds tape for a living. This yeah. is all this dude wants to do is watch guys hit each other and then rewind it and watch it again and again and again a hundred times. So. I'm good with that. I think he's got a very solid lead on what this defense can be. You just got to make sure that everyone gets on board, and he seems to think they are. Yeah, well, you know, that's one thing he said. That's that's a great thing that you love. That's one thing that you're definitely looking for in your football team is that they care about football, which is what he said at the beginning. It's like they are football-minded. That's good. That's a that's a good, good check. There. We're going we're gonna to check that on the list of, like, do they care about football? Yes. Yes, they care about Ohio football. State. That's good. Because, you know, those guys down at Oklahoma State, they didn't care about football. So it's nice to have some guys that <laughs> yeah, care threw, about football. Threw some shade at the pokes. That's what I heard. Sure, yeah, pokes is, down. Yeah. <laughs> pokes, pokes all the way down. Pokes all the way down on that. But, yeah. uh, no, I totally agree with you. I, I made the comparison that I think he reminds me, for people that watch Peaky Blinders, of Arthur Shelby. Like, he's got that gravelly voice, and you know, you he's go. the older brother to the... Uh, uh, he's not the guy... He He's not sane enough to be leading the whole bunch. Right. But he definitely brings a lot to the team, and, and he's just a, he's a... He's a friendly guy if you're on his side, you know, but he you can... You don't want to cross him. You don't want to cross him because he can explode at any moment. That's and, exactly right. Um, and then also just the gravelly voice, Arthur Shelby, he just crushed cigarettes throughout that whole show. They all did. Yeah, I know. That that's I, And I have no idea. Like, I don't want to put... I don't know what Jim Knowles done without his life. Whatever, let him live. He's but from Philly. I found that out. Oh, is he? Yeah. Philly guy. Do Philly people smoke cigs? I don't I don't know if that's a any... Like, any particular city is more or less than... If you had to think of the city that would be the most likely to smoke cigarettes... I'd say like Boston and Philly are both taught like heavy cigarette that, cities. Yeah, I feel like heavy they. I feel like cities. they would have been twenty years ago. I feel like now it's got to be somewhere like Jacksonville, Florida has to be high oh. on cigarette usage. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I feel like Jacksonville's got some cigarette usage. Yeah, I'm my, not. Miami I'm not encouraging too. this. By the way, it's very bad for you. Do not do it. I'm just saying if we had to guess percentage of population, I think you'd be up there. And like somewhere in Florida, there's a high like high usage level, way above the national average. Yeah. Yeah. Again. We're not saying that Jim Knowles smoked cigarettes. No, 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 so no, no. Want to be completely the clear voice that, sounds like yeah. someone who has, and I, I appreciate the voice. I don't want to know how he got there, right. and I don't encourage anyone to do that to get there either. That's what I'm saying. Well, he's at a good place. You know, he's he's at the Woody. He's working with you know young young men who are going hopefully going on to have professional careers. You right. know, and he's just, he's doing good things. So you love you love to see that. I like every once in a while. I, I don't like it. I'm always shocked when you find out, though, that someone who you've watched play sports or maybe like old school, this was more of a thing where you'd see highlights of someone and then they cut to halftime and you see these guys who just light up cigarettes. You're like, how How did you run yeah. with your black How did with your black lungs? How did you do that? Like how you're like in a coal mine and then you're doing athletic activity. I've never understood how that was possible, but guys used to do it back in the day. Thank God we passed away, moved on from that because that's. That's not good. So, you don't so want some that people, continuing. those are the good old days. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> some, some people. I don't know if those are the good old days for real, but they, yeah, that's exactly right. Some people think they are, and, and we'll let them live. A former Buckeye just got paid. We'll give you details on that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find construction work closing down the left lane of I-70 downtown split westbound before US-23. Traffic is bumper to bumper from the 71 East split in this area. Please be very careful in the meantime and use caution here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by News Nation. If you're looking for real news, News Nation doesn't take sides or lean into political agendas. At News Nation, you get all the sides. If you're looking for news without the noise, come back to the news at News Nation. News for all America. Go to NewsNation.com. Join us to find your news provider. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. No no Common Man today. I almost said no Hayden today, but that's not wrong. Common Man is not here. Hayden is here. Triple H joins me. And somehow last segment we got talking about Jim Knowles, like, very gravelly voice, which I love. And then we started talking somehow about, like, cigarettes can give you that voice if you smoke cigarettes, and it's very bad, and don't do it. But then we somehow got on the topic of where's the most likely place that people smoke cigarettes. And I had said, I feel like Jacksonville, Florida would lead the nation in that. And I was completely wrong. In fact, when you point a finger at somebody else, what do they say, Hayden? Got there's, four fingers coming back at you, right? Yeah, I had to do the quick math there. But yes, there's <laughs> that many fingers pointing back at you. And we were completely wrong about the cities that smoke the most cigarettes. In fact, five of the top ten cities are in Ohio. That's not good. That's tough. We got to come on, Ohio. We got to get better than that. Smoke's no joke. Like, get that out of your system. Let's move on. Let's not be doing that. I think that's actually from a different PSA. I think it's strokes no joke, but I just made it smokes no joke. Well, don't do it. <laughs> no smoking. No strokes either, for what it's worth, but no smoking. But yeah, what cities, what's the top three or top five? What so do you have? We got, we got Detroit is the first one. Oh, of, I mean, 29.2% yeah. of uh, adults smoke cigarettes in the city of Detroit. That is a lot. That's a high percentage. That bad. That's bad. But if you consider what they've been through. Oh yeah. Detroit of all places. Yes. There's been a lot of, I mean, you rip all the factories out of there. You got, you know, sports teams that suck. Yeah. Hey, Hey, I didn't, say, I didn't say that. I mean, all the every sports team sucks. Every one of them sucks, right, Hayden? Like, you you have no affiliation well, tiger, to any Detroit sports teams. The you don't like are, any of Tigers them. Tigers are 500 right now. Okay, that's that's fair. All right. Signed a shortstop mm, who's out right now good. after 10 after ten games. He's already hurt, hurt his finger or something. Yeah, right. You just hate when to see. You just hate to see a guy go out because of a finger injury. Fingers are bad. That's a bad one. You have your whole body, and it's like just this just little tiny one, appendage right here. That's it. what's keeping me out of an entire pro baseball game. I guess it makes sense. I get paid millions it. of dollars, and this like, what if it's just like the top of your finger too? Like if you got the top of your finger lopped off, that'd be a severe <laughs> injury. But to the percentage of your whole body, it's almost nothing. I mean, my grandma's missing like a whole three fingers, and she's still cooked wow. through life. So. That's look she at didn't her. get paid millions of dollars. She so. probably didn't get a medal for that, but she should have. She should. That's she. Yes. Anyway, give so her credit for that. So we got Detroit. Cleveland is number two. Uh yeah. Okay. Again, place where you had a lot of stuff change over the years. Factories leave and teams, sports teams suck for many years, and people have taken other means. That's bad. So very consistently bad, bad sports teams, and you know high cigarette percentage. Yeah. Number three is Flint, Michigan. Just, oh, jeez. That. Ugh. 
the double whammy there. Not bad, a lot of sports, around. but also not a lot of clean water. No, no, you got a lot of hardship there. So, these, so what we're finding is if it's been a really pl- tough place to live, cigarettes have been big. Okay. So don't do that. Erie, Pennsylvania, which you, you, when I said Erie, Pennsylvania, you're like, oh, Erie's up there. Have you been to Erie? Have you spent some- I've never been to, I've been by Erie. Okay. I know it's, but again, it's, what are we talking about? It's up on the lake. It's a very cold weather part of the country. But they get teased like we do with like, oh, yeah, in the summer it can be 90. And you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Then winter comes and it's just annihilation. It's cold, miserable. I assume. It seems miserable. Youngstown's number five. They just the Penguins it's haven't been the again. same since they lost Trestle. <laughs> since they lost Trestle to OSU, it's just the sports have been. But they got him back as a president. They do. Then, but they don't have him as a coach. I see what you're saying. But he is back as a president. So we'll check this list like two or three years from now. And hopefully Youngstown's I think Trestle will turn it around. Yeah. It takes some time. You know, old habits die hard. He's going to fix it, though. Ga- I believe in him. Gary, Indiana, six. That's tough. Wow, again, <laughs> there's a theme. There's a- there was not nowhere in here did you say, like, Honolulu or San Diego or a place we moved to retire. Or like, Dayton. nowhere. Oh, Dayton's on. Dayton, seven. Dayton, I'm telling you, I've worked in Dayton. Everybody you walk past, you're like, I used to work there. They took that factory and threw it in the garbage and now it's just an empty building. You're like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. And the next person you meet, same thing. Everybody's smoking in Dayton. That's the, not good. This play, next place surprises me because it has a very touristy attraction. Okay. It's called the Pro Football Hall of Fame and it's eighth. It's Canton. <sighs> see. Now, again, Northeast Ohio. We're, this is There's a theme. I'm telling you there's a theme. In Ohio, we got to get our act together. We got to be better than this. We got to be careful. I understand if you like have smoked for a while and it's hard to quit. I'm not judging. I am saying we got to get better with giving you resources to help you get off of it. That's yeah, what I'm saying. And I think the USFL is doing that because they're playing their playoffs. You know, they're that's a tough, that's a premium. US, wait, the USFL is playing where? Their playoffs in Canton, Ohio. Oh, they are? Yeah, the they're playoffs. leaving Birmingham, which is where they've been playing. All, they just right. started last week and they're playing their games there. Right. And they're playing their playoff. Like, they're doing their part. Yes. They're you coming know, up with the Washington Generals and be like, look at this. Yeah, you got something to hope for. And people will be like, you know what? Screw you, Marlboro. And they'll just throw it in the trash and walk away. And then Toledo's number nine, Evansville, Indiana is 10. So five five Ohio cities in the top. All these places are tough, but it wasn't even yeah. like Wichita, Kansas. Like, I, I assume that's not a, I don't know. Is that a tough place? <laughs> Wichita, yeah, Wichita does seem like it's... Or like Omaha, Nebraska seems yes. like there's some farmers that it's cold. All these other places are cold is well, what I'm know, saying. They probably chew. Oh, see this. If we did a chewing, see, we're just, this is the top 10 vices. Next, we'll go into sex addiction. We're going to have it all covered by the end of the show. We'll get everything out on the table. We'll find out where the problem spots are and we'll get it fixed. That's what we're doing here today. Uh, Also getting it fixed as far as paying their guys. The Browns have uh, a reputation. Do they not? We just talked about Cleveland. It's kind of been rough last 30 years in general in Cleveland. So what are the Browns trying to do to turn that frown upside down? They are finding anyone who can play football, and they're like, you're really good at football. Here's hundreds of millions of dollars. We don't really care about anything else other than that. Denzel Ward, our guy, former Buckeye, he has agreed to a five-year, $100.5 million contract extension. Of that, $71.25 million guaranteed. Yeah, and I honestly, I honestly think he earned it. I think he's definitely shown that he is the the best player in that secondary without a doubt um and in my eyes he's it's tough to get a lockdown corner you know a lot of times corners are 
having t- even the best are having touchdowns thrown over their head. You saw Jalen Ramsey, who's the second highest paid quarterback now. He just got absolutely exposed in the Super Bowl. But uh, you he know, did. Denzel he makes plays, man. I mean, that pick six he had against the Bengals. Uh, you can just you know, if you're a Browns fan, that's kind of the one highlight you have of the whole year. Just watch <laughs> that over and over again. Yeah, that'll get you through the cold winter. So yeah. I, I better you, than cigarettes. That's yes. what they should put on that highlight. Just put that on billboards everywhere in Cleveland. You're number two right now, Cleveland. Got to get better than that. <laughs> what if the Browns <laughs> did just have a billboard that just said Browns football better, better than cigarettes? <laughs> How many people do you think would drive? They gain a lot of people. They'd be like, well, I don't know about that. Maybe that's true. Maybe not. I don't know. But you tell me it's better than this. I got to look into it. Maybe that's what happens. Or, Are the Browns struggling to get fans though in Cleveland? I no, think they're doing all right. I was just about to say. May, uh, I know the Guardians. They always struggle to get that's, fans. There you go. So maybe they can yep. put baseball better than cigarettes up on they, a billboard. Yeah. We're not saying necessarily Guardians, just saying baseball, just baseball in general yes. as an idea. Of course. The Guardians, of course, just got swept out over the weekend. So the Reds, for what it's worth. We'll talk about that more later. But yeah, this this deal with Denzel Ward does make him the highest paid corner in league history. And I, I don't, it's not that he doesn't deserve it. He is extremely talented. I'm not trying to say that. But what I am saying is for the Browns, you've just made a quarterback the highest paid quarterback as far as guaranteed money in NFL history you have now just made one of your corners the highest paid corner in league history I know that's always going to happen right someone's going to get the biggest deal every year that's going to reset the market at every position it just so happens you have two of those guys on this team now you you cannot throw me at the end of this year oh well the Browns hey what are they supposed to do man they they tried really hard and they finished with 10 wins the Browns paying guys like this, you you in a salary cap league are making choices when you make big time checks like this. When you pay guys this big, you are saying, we'd rather do this than go out and get other guys. Fine. But that ratchets up your expectations, does it not? It Is does. that wrong for me to have those expectations? No, it does. I mean, and like I said, cornerbacks, they're going to have their plays where they get beat deep. And it's not going to be a fun day on Twitter when Denzel Ward gets on and, and there's one highlight of him, you know, getting torched. Justin Jefferson catching a touchdown pass over him. And what? And, and half the time it's like it's it could be a blown coverage. Yeah. It could be that the assignment was not even his that messed up. It just looks like it was his. So there's all kinds of stuff that could go to that. But you're right. That will be bad. But you're all you're also right, though. You, it is tough to see your team just dishing out tons of money. Like, where are we going to pay some of these other guys? It's like, Miles, well, I'm just saying that's the choice you're making. Right. You. If you don't do it, you're locked in with these guys now for a while and to a lot of money. So, which he's only 24 too. Like he's only 24, so he's still on the far younger side of his career. That's that's a good thing. Oh yeah, I, and I think Denzel Ward's a really good corner. All I'm saying is these are definite choices. Don't give me later. Ah, well, what are they supposed to do? Ah, they they lost in the second round to a really good team. I mean, unless there's some injury situation or something that happens, that's always possible. But. And that's that's something that's happens with Denzel Ward too. You got to watch out for that. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a big money deal. It looks good to a lot of people to say, "Wow, look, our team's spending money." You just got to be careful about it. That's all because, oh, that's a lot of money to put into this team if they don't come back with anything less than AFC Championship, Super Bowl. Like that's the expectation. That's what it should be. Take a break when we come back. We'll talk about the Reds. A young Reds player set a record over the weekend. I'll tell you about it next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Still watching an accident on Fisher Road at I-70. This accident does involve injuries, causing some heavy slowdowns. Please be careful as the road continues to clear. About a 5 to 10 minute backup is expected. Starving report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Give yourself a new morning routine with the Bell, Bell Breakfast Box from Taco Bell. It's filled with a grande toasted breakfast burrito, hash brown, two Cinnabon delights, and a coffee. Swing by participating locations for a limited time only. Drink excludes freezes. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday to you. Triple H, a.k.a. Hayden, he's filling in for Common Man today. We have got coming up at 4.34, the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. And at 5.34, we've got Jason's Beef with our guy Jason Stark. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk whatever's on his mind as far as... It's not an airing of grievances thing, but it's a little bit like that, where he can just get something off his chest if he wants to, which is good. I, I Our grievance with him is always no mustache. He shaved the mustache off years really? ago. Yeah, he's just he never brought it back. I wish he would, but... There's nothing like a controversial mustache. I was watching the RBC yesterday, and Van Royen has a nice, thick mustache, like a 1920s like barber like kind of guy. Who is this in the? Uh, is this in the golf? Thing? Yeah, the golf I don't know what his first name is. Van Royen is his last Teddy name. Will, I believe it's Eric. Eric Van Royen. And you've seen yes. his stash, right? Yes, I was watching yesterday pretty, all weekend. Yes. Pretty fierce mustache. It's fantastic. I got to look this dude up. I've never seen it. It's a nice mustache. Anyway, I was sitting there watching it, and my father-in-law comes in to the room and he just says i just hate that guy's mustache and i'm like you know he probably likes that he probably wants you to hate his mustache. if you're golfing yeah. with somebody and you look over and that guy's got a fierce mustache you want your mustache to get in his head and we're oh. going to talk a little bit about getting in other people's heads during the uh the sports arena yeah. later but i i'll tell you man that is a that mustache is i can see why you called it controversial it's a it, controversial it is. mustache. It is a controversial mustache because it doesn't have to be that big. I think that's where <laughs> no one has a problem with a mustache that's regular size. Right. For the most part, unless you're Tim Hall and it just makes you look very creepy. But for most people, you have a mustache. Maybe maybe your significant other has a problem with it. But generally in the population, it's like, all right, that guy wears a mustache. Not my style, but whatever. When you've got one that's aggressive right. and, it's, and it's thick and bushy, Looks like a gigantic caterpillar is just camped out on the top of your lip. That's one where people say that's unnecessary. Right. It's over the top. Just watch. If he if he didn't win yesterday, he choked very much. I mean, people were saying that maybe the mustache was getting his peripherals a little bit, which when you're at the end of the Sunday and you know everybody's watching on TV, you may be thinking, oh, how does my mustache look? And you'd be you know looking out of the side of your, of your eye. If he ever wins a tournament, if he ever wins a major, watch, people are going to start talking about his mustache and it being, and it should be banned some to some people not me it doesn't bother me but it could be could be a distraction could be performance enhancing for all we know too i mean you never know absolutely maybe if he shaves it it would be he wouldn't even be in contention maybe that would be how it goes you don't know maybe it gives him a little bit extra something out there maybe it boosts his confidence i don't know that's performance enhancing mustache here's what we know 
it definitely has a reason. There, that was a deliberate decision to yeah. let it be that big. Because there's other pictures of him now that I'm seeing where he just has like a stubbly face with a beard, or he has a little mustache and some stubble, but it's just, you know, like you haven't shaved in a few days. Nothing like this thing. Right. He at some point made a conscious decision, and it, it, it requires upkeep, a mustache like that. There's no question. Yeah. We need more power goatees in golf. <laughs> we don't see that very often. You know, Brad Larson, I think he's bringing back the power goatee, but I think that's you're a hockey. Right. We need that in golf. That's, we do. That's what I would do well, if I could grow any of that stuff. And I, I, I don't know what it is now, but everyone around the jackets is just... Let's find a, a shirt that is exactly two sizes too small, and then let's open button the top, and we're going to be out there. Let everybody know where the guns are, because he's got that going on. Yarmo's got that all. He's had that look for years. The whole suit ensemble for Yarmo, but a lot of the guys, like even the hockey players now, they show up, and their suits are all you know vacuum sealed to their bodies, and that's the style, but... When you look like a hockey player, why wouldn't you do that, right? Yep. You got the you you're, you're good. That works. I just I could never do that. That's not where I'm headed. Why, do, why don't you try? No, it's it's because there's too many folds. Even I'm losing weight, but there's too folds. many folds. Too many. I'm like a I'm like a Thomas English muffin. Nooks and crannies everywhere. It's not. Nobody wants to see. But that. But the best muffins are in vacuum sealed packages. If you think that's true. That fre- is most fresh muffins. That's a good point. Maybe I should <laughs> fresh show that I'm a fresh muffin. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Uh, so saw this about Hunter Green, the Reds phenom, who is, yes, they lost, and yes, they have been bad. I'm trying to give Reds fans a slight bright spot, which is, I guess this is like telling you that a guy who made a bunch of loud outs had some really good exit below, but Hunter Green set a velocity volume record in their loss to the Dodgers, where in the sixth inning, Trey Turner got him, launched a two-run homer. It was a scoreless tie before that. Eventually, the Reds lost 5-2 to two. on Saturday night. That's when this game was. But Hunter Green threw 39 pitches in that game, 100 miles an hour or faster. Most in a single game since pitch tracking began in 2008. Previous mark was 33 by Jacob deGrom. So the name that mm. you're getting in what is this, his second start? I mean, you're getting compared to a pretty talented player there. So that's, that's a good sign, right, for a... 22 year old who's just you know went to high school nearby in los angeles and sherman oaks so yeah good for him i guess even though i'm I'm just trying to find positives for the reds that's basically what i'm trying to do yeah one part of being a baseball fan is just having one guy on the team especially if it's a pitcher that you like and for him to have two starts now where he's just thrown straight heat i really like this guy i mean he spent last year up and down in the minors but now he's getting full-time reps with the with the reds and he's He's showing that he's got some stuff. Again, you're losing games, but also the Reds are just a bad team. So it's just like Joey Votto's hitting like 144 right now. So that I mean, there's other. You just have to be careful when you bring up Joey Votto and Ted. If you say one, if you bring up anything negative with Ted, he's I know he is. But if you bring up anything negative about Joey Votto around Ted, Ted loses his mind. So you just got to be careful. That's Ted's guy. So I'm sorry, Ted. I didn't mean that. But sorry, um, I do like Joey Votto's interviews at first base. Like he's we like he's those. Electric. those. He's are electric good. on first base. He is. We need more of those. Yeah, and he was robbed of a home run the other night too. So see, that's right. Okay. And, 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 and he crushed and his, a two run homer of the right field pole, and they called it foul. But oh, okay, it was definitely fair. All right, so that's fair. See, that's that's what that's what should have happened. I thought when you were saying he got robbed, like somebody got him at the wall. It's like that's not robbed. That's just a good play. No, it was he crushed over, it. All right, over the right field foul that's pole. Fine. That's and fine. Of course, they should have. You know, only lost like ten to two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would have. 
made it a lot better. No, but just real quick, Reds fans, you don't have a lot right now because your owners stink. So just you got to appreciate the young talent that you have, and at least you have a future with Hunter Green with what he is right now. So that's exciting. So. Uh, well, I've got some good news for if you're a fan of Cincinnati teams. The Bengals winning has caused them to up their game a little bit, and we'll talk about some drama from the NBA playoffs as well. All that coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from Fisher Road at I-70. All lanes have reopened in that area, but plan on some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to recover. You'll also find delays on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East split. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on Jumbo's 16 to 20 count raw shrimp, just $5.99 a pound. Now through April 19th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. No common man today. Triple H, a.k.a. Hayden, filling in for Mike. Mike will be back tomorrow. Meanwhile, we've got the segment that's not a segment coming up later. Yikes. Later this hour, five or 434, that's what hour it is. Mm-hmm. 534, we'll talk to Jason Stark with Jason's Beef, his new segment that we're doing here on The Fan, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so Triple H, we were talking a little bit before the break about the Bengals and them upping their game a little bit. You know, winning will do that to you. Been a lot of criticism, rightfully so, of the Bengals' ownership over the years being a little cheap, but now the team apparently is going to do something that's long been a sticking point for people when we point at that organization and say, why aren't you doing any better? That is having an indoor practice facility. Well, apparently they got a, a variance from the zoning committee on Friday that allows them to build an indoor practice facility. This is from the Cincinnati Planning Commission. So this lasts for five years. This is the first step to get them like a temporary place, and then they can eventually build a real deal indoor practice facility. We'll see if Mike Brown actually goes through with that, but initially that's good news for a team that gets made fun of for being cheap quite often. Yeah, so this first one's going to be a bubble, right? One of those just ones that... I don't know how it works. They just pump air into it and it just blows they up. They do. Isn't that the craziest That's thing? Crazy. It's like a big bounce house, except you're not supposed to go on top of them. You're supposed to be inside of them. But yeah, like there's no, I think that's about it. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's more supportive structure yeah. than you know, your regular old little inflatable toys. But yeah, that's basically the same principle. It's like you did the parachute game that you used to play in gym, except they just like somebody was like underneath it and just had the revelation. Let's make this permanent. <laughs> right. That's yes. kind of what they're doing. And of you, course, this one's not going to be permanent though. Just no. But that's what a lot of teams have done in cold weather cities is say, well, let's have a practice bubble. The crew have 
over the winter, they had a bubble inside the old stadium. Yeah. If you drove down 71, you saw that like white bubble. That was where they were practicing while it was cold to try to keep some of the, you know, cold temperatures, the weather off of them. I remember years ago out on East Broad Street, there used to be, it's all gone now, but there was a uh, driving range out there where it was an indoor one that had the big bubble as well. And I want to say when you went through the doors there, there was like a little airlock type thing that kind of, it was like a suction to the door that you could feel when you bolted open. Right. And then it kind of drew back shut. So it, it, that was the first time, because I, I thought that was just all like a gimmick. Like, oh, yeah, it's a bubble filled with air. Okay. And then I went in there once and I realized, oh, no, it's kind of vacuum sealed in and probably can't leave the doors open for too long or it, it probably doesn't go well. Yeah, you probably felt like you were like in space. It was. Or something. I just, did. It was Space Golf. Yeah, Space Golf. On East Broad Street. If, I wish they would have called it that. If Space Golf off East Broad Street can have a bubble, surely <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals can have a bubble. Like it's just, It goes back to the point that the Bengals have been so cheap over the years that they it, it is a huge announcement, the fact that they're getting an indoor facility. And in fact, there's only three other teams in the league that don't have an indoor facility, which I didn't know that. I thought every team did except for the Bengals, but there are three other ones, and it makes, you could probably guess where they're at. I'm guessing warmer weather cities, not cold. Or just, yeah, also cities where it doesn't rain. I don't know if San Francisco is necessarily warmer, but it just must not rain much out there because the 49ers, Chargers, and Rams. So that makes sense. All right, yeah, yeah. All of that out in, well, two of those in Southern California, and then one obviously up the way a little bit. Yeah, I guess it gets colder up in San Francisco, but it's mild. It's right. like, I don't know because I haven't looked at, Lon- you know, like the temperatures between London and San Francisco that often, but I envision it as like America's London from that where it's like always kind of foggy and cool, but it's not really raining a ton and it's not really snowing a ton. It's not also getting up to like 90 degrees in the summer either. It's just kind of moderate there. I get what you're saying. You've never been to San Francisco or felt the temperature, but you've looked at pictures. <laughs> Yes. And you can sometimes that's it. feel the it. temperature through the picture. And so, yeah, that's perfect. San Francisco, it's, not, it's, it's a little bit colder. It's kind of like yeah. Tim Hall's perfect day, which we can ask him about later, because his perfect day is like 55 degrees, no wind. Oh, oh. That's his perfect what day. Is, well, oh, yeah, well, I'll have to ask him about that. I, I, well, every, everybody's different, right? What's, mine would be like 79 to 82, somewhere in that range. And then clear skies, no wind. But I want it warm. What yeah, about I you? Seventies. I need low seventies. Okay, I'm, I'm right. I'm with more you upper seventies. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely want it warm. I don't want it. No, I don't need. Like yesterday, I think was in the low fifties, and I went outside because I was. We had you know Easter egg hunt. We had all the family over and putting the eggs out, watching the kids do the eggs, and I had on you know like a pink Sam. I'll say salmon colored button down shirt mm. for Easter. You know, pastels were looking little. You know that kind of deal, and then I had shorts on in the house. And then I had, you know, flip-flops because I'm just thinking, hey, it's Easter, getting into spring, spring, let's let's dress like the weather should be. And then I walked outside and realized that was a mistake. I froze my ass off out there. It was, <laughs> but th- that's Tim saying that's like close to perfect, right? What it was that's yesterday. That's what he just, said. But it was windy. It was windy yesterday. Yeah, that was his big issue. That's no good. Can I ask you what your, uh, so did you hide the eggs around the yard? Were you, are you the egg hider? No, in this case, we let, uh... Uh, my wife did it, and my sister-in-law did it, and I think, I can't remember if any of the grandparents went out and did it, but I was tasked with keeping the kids distracted. So I went okay. downstairs, had them all away so they couldn't see where the eggs were going, and then we let them out. I was about to ask what your stats were on that, because if I, I haven't hid eggs yet, Yeah, but <clears throat> when I do hide eggs, I kind of want to be right in that range of there's three to five that they couldn't find. 
Like, oh, I want, like them, to, I want them to have some like a good time finding a lot of them, but I want there to be some some tricky. So you ones. would be yeah. mad if they all came back with all the eggs. Yes. See, now that's I get that because then I want to be the superhero at the end because you know obviously the Easter Bunny hides the eggs. Sure. So you want to be like. You know, maybe you even get on your hands and knees and like sniff out where the Easter Bunny was, like really. Show well, the Easter, off. yeah, the Easter Bunny hid some eggs in the morning, and then we hid like we did our version of like, okay, now we're gonna hide these, the rest of these. But I know what you're saying, yeah. right? You got to got to take some cues from the Easter Bunny because he's smart. He hides a few where no one can find him. Yeah, but shout like, out the Bengals for getting a new uh, indoor facility. My lawnmower is really good at finding anything that we have hidden in the yard. So that that's what would have <laughs> happened is I would have been like, oh, I think we got all the eggs, and then it, uh, actually I haven't mowed yet in the back where we did this so next time i go out and mo i'll let you know what the stats are maybe (laughs) i was maybe they were better than i thought maybe we missed a few we'll find out uh kyrie irving did you see this yesterday this was he's you know playing in boston there was all this talk about celtics and nets and this series where kyrie played in boston and they've played in the playoffs before and you know he obviously has gone back there many times but now they've got this series, and he said before the series, I hope everybody can move on from my time in Boston. I'd rather just talk about basketball, and let's just keep it at that. The fans did not read that article or did not care about what he said in that article, and they showed up and booed him and called him every name in the book and all these other things. They got on him early and often. So he returned their energy. He said, I was keeping the same energy as the fans and shot them middle fingers throughout the game. This was caught on camera multiple times where he did it. And after the game, he he had a lot of different comments. Kyrie always says like 19 things that I think he thinks are smart, but they're just kind of, they don't make sense. Because on one hand, he's like, no, man, I don't mind it at all. Keep that same energy. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm going to return it to them. It's all good. And then on the other hand, he's like, I really wish we could just focus on basketball and stop caring about this stuff. But the quote he had at the end that I... I I got and I understood was where he said, embrace the dark side. Yes. If he actually would do that, that makes this even better. If if he can say, if this is all sports hatred, I know you don't like me. I don't like you. Let's, let's do this thing. I'm going to be a thorn in your side. I didn't like seeing it Friday night, but Trey Young, he, he single-handedly mostly helped the Hawks team beat the Cavs. I mean, he was dynamic. He was ridiculous towards the end of this, that game. It's, much as that sucks for the Cavs. But at the end, where the Cavs fans are trying to give the Cavs a standing ovation, and he just walks around the arena just waving bye to everybody at the field house, like, all right, man, that's not saying it's the way I'd want to do it, but you've just created an alt. That's a great sports villain. He's embracing the dark side, and I kind of like that. I like it, too. It was a little funny how before the game, he had said, I'm not going to give fans the energy. <laughs> That was an actual quote from him. He used the word energy. And then right. after the game, he said, if you're going to give it to me, I'm going to give you the same energy, which is crazy. So he literally forgot what he said 24 hours before the game. But no, this stuff's, this stuff's fun. This, it's fine to me. I mean, basketball, of course, is a sport where you can hear almost every word the, first, the people in the first four or five rows are saying. And at least, I hate to say at least, but at least it's not like over some racist stuff. Right, which right. Is what and that's, that's, known a, for. that's, and he's brought that up before too. And what he brought up in his post game comments is he said, it's not every fan. I don't want to attack every fan, every Boston fan. When people start yelling, you know, P word or B or F U and all this stuff, there's only but so much you can take as a competitor. We're the ones expected to be docile and humble, take a humble approach. F that. It's the playoffs. This is what it is. And I, and I, look, we can argue the, the idea behind that, right? Because 
I know he's paid millions of dollars. I understand, to me, a guy paying money to go to a game is a lot different than you getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. It doesn't give fans the right to say whatever they want, but it's also like you have so much more to lose by getting into it with the fans than they have to get it in to get into it with you. But that all aside, Kyrie makes his own choices. He's not going to listen to what anybody says. He's going to do what he wants. And and that's why some people like him. I like him as a basketball player. He's a tremendous basketball player, but disagree with a lot of the things he thinks. But either way, if he could just stick to, yeah, I'm going to be Ric Flair. I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to embrace that a little bit and try to mm. give it back to you. That To me, that is fun to watch when you know, that's why everybody wanted to watch that game if you were an NBA fan, because you knew Kyrie's going into an environment where everyone hates him and he hates them. And you wanted to see if he was going to stick it in their eye. And he, unfortunately for Nets fans, he did not because the Celtics won on a game-winning shot. But we're talking about that as much as we are the Kyrie stuff because that's how much we like this drama. It's just a little middle middle finger here and there. That's all it is. It's just a quick, like, you know, just a, eh, eh, eh. He's just, you know, Oh, yeah, he's just flapping. He's flipping them out there. He's just showing you what he's got. Right. It's 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 it creates this tension between him and the away fans that makes it interesting to watch. You know, especially if you're a, if you're a Boston fan that that gives you more reason to be into the series because you just don't want to see Kyrie take one on your home court, you know? And and I think I think the Boston fans I think they've shown their playoff experience here, you know? You don't bring the racism. You don't do that. You get that no, out of the that's way. Different. You just that's trash totally Kyrie different. for being a weirdo, which is why he's a weird guy. I mean, he's burning sage around the court or whatever <laughs> he's doing. That's that stuff is weird. It works for him. I mean, James Harden was actually in the crowd also flipping him the burden. He's yeah. playing in another series yes. in the playoffs. Like James Harden doesn't like this guy. Yes. So There's it, lots of people who don't like this guy for lots of reasons. And he says it doesn't get in his head, but I mean, I just I like the post game presser where he did say it's all it's all in the game, it's all fun as long as it stays that way. It, it's fun and it's exciting. Yes, I mean for the people that have their kids watching, is it is is NBA playoffs? Are they now rated R? Yeah, they probably I mean, it's are. Not, it's not just great. The bird no, and that's not great for the league and all that. They're going to hate that. But ultimately, I look at it as yeah. And if if you if that does happen, your kids are watching. Just say, well, that's not. That's not good. You should not do that. We Here's why him. that's bad. We boo him. Right. We don't like it. But it's also just a thing of, you know, I, I don't don't flip off the fans. But if you do, I'm going to watch it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Like pro wrestling. Don't hit that guy in the face with a chair. But if you do, I'm more likely to watch it because there's more. There's a little bit more going on. Like there's just that over the top villain guy makes everyone want to tune in and say, "Ooh, is he going to do it today or is he going to lose? That's what people are watching for. And I. That's a weird thing about us, but we do tend to like it. So we'll take a break, come back. When we do, weird situation with some big TV executives in the Big Ten. We'll explain that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on I-70 downtown split westbound before US-23. That earlier construction work has been cleared out of the roadway and all lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll find some, oh, yep, and those are the slowdowns in that area. This driving report is sponsored by News Nation. You're looking for real news? News Nation doesn't take sides or lean into political agendas. At News Nation, you get all the sides. If you're looking for news without the noise, come back to the news with News Nation. News for all America. Go to newsnationnow.com slash join us to find your television provider. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck! 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. Aiden is in for Common Man today. By the way, you can join Bobby Carpenter and A.J. Hawk at a one-off, and that too, one-of-a-kind bourbon-tasting fundraiser at Brickhouse Blue in Dublin. It all goes down Thursday, April 21st from 6 to 8 p.m. It all benefits Life Sports, which brings sports leadership and life skills to Columbus area youth. For more information, visit 971thefan.com. Uh, Triple H, you've got a story there that we saw in earlier today, and I, I shake my head at this. I don't understand how this is allowed, but I guess it was in the contracts that everybody signed. Big 10 is looking to renegotiate their TV deal. And there's some interesting people sitting at the table when those renegotiations are happening. Yeah. So the big 10 has a deal with Fox sports, right? That's big how 10 they network big is, 10 network is basically run by Fox sports as yes, of right now is owned. Yeah. Is owned by Fox. And they sports. have all the rights to all these games, big noon, Saturday, all that stuff. So, which is, well, I don't even know why you would begin to hear other deals in the first place, but I guess you got to do your due diligence as a commissioner of a league. You got to hear out other deals. So Kevin Warren has decided to invite Mark Silverman and Larry Jones, who are two Fox Sports executives, into the meetings when rival companies such as Amazon, Apple, CBS, ESPN, NBC, and Turner make their pitches. That's, that, <laughs> that is crazy to me. So... And what's interesting, you know what I, you know what I thought though, as I was thinking about, it, I was like, this is probably Kevin Warren. Just he's might be, it might be too hard for him to have to explain why he wants to choose those companies if they have to. So he's like, why don't I just invite them in that way? I don't have to like explain why we leave for them. But and then also we won't have to because they're there and they will intimidate the other guys. Right? Maybe, maybe that's it. But I think it's also in their contract, Fox negotiated that says they get to do this, which. The only thing I I can, I mean, I know they're kind of different here. Of course, we're talking multi-billion dollar television deal versus like a real estate contract or something. But imagine if you were trying to bid on buying a house, right? And then you found out one of the other people who's bidding on the house with you, they just get to sit there and look at everyone else's offer and then go, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll match that and do 10% more. That's basically what Fox gets to do here. They get to see all the numbers come in and go, oh, that's where everybody is. This we're going to get a lot more than that, but okay, if that's as low as everyone's going, then we're only going to offer this and not, you know, it's not a blind bid where they're just putting in their offers. So that that's very bizarre to me. It's a Big Ten Idol is what they're doing. They're going to have everybody <laughs> and the, you know, yeah. the two guys they're competing against happen to be the judges at the same time too. Now, yeah, so this, if this is a deal set beforehand, then this would obviously have been a, a Jim Delaney thing that he would have allowed I guess probably so, guessing when they signed it. That's so right. It would have been on him a little bit. I just think of the world. If it was funny, if it says Amazon was pitching, if Jeff Bezos came in and gave his whole pitch and then Kevin, War- Kevin Warren stepped out of the, the room and was talking to Silverman and Jones, like, can you believe what that guy said? And Silverman and Jones are like, I don't know, dude, Look, that was a pretty good this pitch. Is, we can't, we can't beat pitch. that. He, he gave you $70 billion and said, it's, do you want that in cash or do you want, how do you want to do this check? What do you want? It's a pretty good deal, Kevin. You should, you should take that. And Kevin's like, you really, you guys really believe so? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll take it. And they're like, no, t- see, this is why we don't like you, Kevin. Like it's right. a tough place. Could be. It's just an interest. It's just an awkward <laughs> thing for everybody. But I think it just simply goes to show in a real world that there is going to be no other deal other than the big 10 with Fox sports for right now. Yeah. 
It does. Do you do you ever wonder though? Because now you got me thinking about Jeff Bezos. Do you think guys like him or Elon Musk? I don't know. Do they watch TV? Is a question that I have because I don't even know what they do on their given day to day. But let's say they they sit down with a bowl of Doritos and a I don't know some kind of beverage. They're just flipping through. I want to picture guys of that level of wealth sitting around on a Saturday going, I don't know what I'm watching. And they're just flipping around. And all of a sudden they come across bull riding, professional bull riding, something, whatever. Yeah. Do those guys just sit there? Because this is how my mind would work. And my mind would be, I could just buy this whole series. Like I don't even have to wait for anybody. I don't have to wait for a lawyer. I don't have to consult a financial person. I can call probably like the city that these people are in get a hold of someone who knows where the guy who owns or runs the professional bull riders is verify it's me and he can have the deal done by himself in a half an hour to just own it and then do whatever he wants with it i wonder if he like what i'm saying is if he was if those guys at that level of wealth if they are just super immature they could just go out and mess with everyone who actually likes professional bull riding i'm not trying to disparage it i'm just saying that's not even one like buying the NFL. He could also buy every team in the NFL, but that would require months and months of legal negotiations and the league would have to vote to let him in. Like professional bull riders, he could easily make that happen and then never have to even blink and not even call anybody to make it happen, basically, is what I'm saying. I wonder if he does that. Yeah, you're or if saying, he's thought of that. You're saying he's got the money that he watches on TV and any business that comes on or anything, yes, anything, anything that he comes sees. on. The next commercial he knows. I can just buy that. I could buy the whole company. Yeah. Do I want to do it? Yes, I do. And then he just decides, <laughs> I'm doing it now. And that actually makes me wonder, did Elon Musk do that with Twitter? Or one day he was just clicking around on Twitter and he was like, I just buy this whole thing. Can I do me. that? Elon Musk does scare me. I am a little frightened. And, and honestly, one thing I've noticed about Twitter is there's a lot more ads popping up. I don't know if anybody else has noticed. Now you're going to notice it now that I've oh. said it, so I'm sorry. But every <laughs> three tweets, Put it out there. there is an ad. And There's a I lot know, of them. And I noticed it the other day. So you know how I, you know what I did to combat it? I started muting all the companies. I have That's what you have to do. I almost. have probably 300 companies muted right now. So I'm a little nervous. What about a strategy. What, yeah. Do you talk about those like ones where you're, you're clicking through and all of a sudden you're like, why? I don't even know what this is. Why am I getting a very intimate tweet about it? Like, like something that's really personal, like you're thirsty, drink this. And it's like, who is this? And then you see on the bottom promoted and you're like, oh, that's it. That's well, it. Well, yeah, I mean. I get on. I, I'm, you may argue that I get on Twitter to get thirsty because there are some things that come across my feed where that I do like that I don't mean to see. So I understand. I'm, I don't mute those things. <laughs> but no, at first it started off with a lot of big name businesses, like you know, just name any sort of big name cell phone, right? You know, any sort of restaurant. I got a lot of those. Now I am getting the deep in the cracks places that oh. I didn't even know it yet. Well, We're getting deep in the cracks. Deep in the cracks. I'm That's getting deep in the cracks with Twitter exactly right now. Right. It's, it's a battle. <laughs> yeah, all right. Calm down over there. I know. But yeah, that you're right. Twitter is Twitter's weird. And I said this the other day. Why would Elon Musk want to buy Twitter? The only reason is because he's a supervillain. That's why. Because only a supervillain mm-hmm. would say, I want to own that whole thing. That like complete hive of scum and villainy, I want that as mine, my own personal playground. That's Lex Luthor stuff right there. That's not that's not Bruce Wayne stuff, is what I'm trying to say. He's, He's not your scary. hero. Yeah, no, he is scary. I saw a video of him looking over his SpaceX facility and just was at the top of this tower looking down. I'm like, this is scary. I'm oh, scared. The dude, he just tweeted out. I just saw Tim May was very excited. He just tweeted out that they landed one of their rockets because now they do the reverse landing. You know, oh, I call it reverse. That's not it. 
like a reverse launch where instead of it launching off the pad, it comes down and lands on the pad with all the rockets firing and then it stays straight up and it lands. And he tweeted out and said, smooth landing and everyone's applauding him. And I'm like, yes, smooth landing. This is terrifying. This guy has this type of technology. This guy. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Man and Bone brought to you by Hinderer Motorsports right here on The Fan. No Common Man today. He'll be back tomorrow. Hayden is in for him. We have got... Jason's beef coming up at 534. Our chance to talk baseball with our guy Jason Stark. But now it's time for the segment that's not a segment. And that segment is called Yikes. So, uh, Hayden, you ready to go for this? You ready to do a little little yikes with me? I am I am ready. All right. I'm ready I'll to yike it up. Give you my first one. Uh first one is gonna be for a show, and I hate to do this to Hayden because I know he's a younger guy than me, but Hayden, if I say the words to you, headbangers ball. Do you know what that is? Oh, but it sounds gnarly. It is gnarly. Headbangers Ball debuted. Teddy, you know what Headbangers Ball was, right? On MTV? Yeah, it was the uh, like heavy metal music videos on MTV. After, was it After Midnight or something like that? That's right. Yeah. On this day in 1987, Headbangers Ball debuted on MTV. It was all heavy music videos. Uh, began April 18th, 1987, playing all these music videos from well-known metal artists, but also some obscure artists. It offered tons of different outlets for people who actually wanted to watch something other than the pop videos or some of the regular rock videos. Anyway, eventually in the 90s, it went away because they said, well, this isn't really as interesting to people. There's all these different, you know, post punk and grunge and hip hop. So they canceled it in 95. They brought it back later on MTV2 and it remained until just a couple years ago. It is 35 years old, and what I'm saying is I am getting extremely old, so that is my first yikes. My first yikes... Oh, sorry. There you go. Um, no, you're good. ...is a video that I saw of a Tigers fan. He was at a Kansas City Royals game. Awake, unlike Tim. Tim falls asleep at those games. <laughs> Baseball, better than cigarettes, by the way. That's what... <laughs> That's, what we, that's, right. that's the new slogan. Ty, that's right. Ty, uh, Tigers fan was wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey... And some Kansas City ladies were very confused. You know, they know Patrick Mahomes, of course, because the Chiefs are also in Kansas City where the Royals play. And they're like, why are you wearing our guy on the back of your jersey? And he's like, actually, he was our guy first because the Tigers wasted a 37th round draft pick on Patrick Mahomes back in 2014. Should have been our guy, not our guy. Yikes. That's right. You're a Tigers fan. That's right. Go Tigers. All right, the uh, Reds were swept by the Dodgers and are now 2-8 and eight on the season. The slow start to the season is nothing new for the Reds. This is the third time in the last five years that they have won two or fewer of their first nine games. Yikes. That's not great. Where are you going to go, Ted? Phil Castellini says, where are you going to go? <laughs> bottom of the cellar. That's where you're going, not just the cellar. You're going to the bottom of the bottom. Just turn it all off. That's where uh, we'll go. That's right. 
Um, so we talked yesterday, uh, back on Friday, Mike and I did about the bagel sandwiches at Central Ohio McDonald's locations. We've been trying to get them back. We found out through some intel that the bagel sandwiches could have come back, but Central Ohio McDonald's locations apparently voted against that, which, first of all, how could you? Yikes. Uh, but found out in that conversation, we had people messaging us saying, well, when you get the bagel sandwiches back, can you go for other foodstuffs that are also been taken off of menus that we like? One of those was the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. And good news. Uh, pop singer Doja Cat has put out a video today saying, I brought back the Mexican pizza because she is sponsored by Taco Bell. They have a relationship. And she said, let's bring back Mexican pizza. She got it done. She beat us to the punch. So good for you, Doja Cat, for fighting the good fast food fight. Now, I feel like a schmuck because we waited all weekend and didn't get anything done. That's on us. So that's my yikes. Doja Cat is sneakily becoming one of the most influential influential figures in American history. That's right. With that. Just with that. Just that alone. That's, that's how high up it is. My second yikes is Coachella. Just seems like an awful place to be. I saw the <laughs> photos of it, and I, I, you know, it's one of those things that's been put upon me. Like everybody my age, or I guess in their twenties, like is expected to go to this, or people big like music festival. Yeah, for those who don't big know, music yeah. festival, and I like music. I like to think of myself as when music's on, I, I enjoy most some musics, but. <laughs> Coachella just looks like a horrid place to be. Way too many people literally breathing on top of each other. I can't believe people actually spent hundreds of dollars to go to that. I hope you had a fun time. I mean, hey, my guy Patty Mahomes was there. There you go. Interesting interesting place to go for a guy that famous. But that's just Coachella, the scenes. Yikes. Teddy. All right, let's stay with the Reds here. My guy, Tommy Pham, he's the Reds outfielder, if you don't know who that is. So while he tied a Reds record on Saturday, he went hitless in his first 22 at-bats this season, which tied the worst start by a non-pitcher in Reds history. Who does he hold the record with? Well, you have to go way back to last season when they picked up Asdrubal Cabrera off waivers, and he started with 22 hitless as at-bats as well to start his Reds career. Yikes. Uh, so we had a busy weekend, and that sounds good on paper. It sounds good to say, and it, it looked good on Friday. We had Clippers tickets. We went, and actually my brother, Brother Bone, who's a realtor, if you need a house, look him up. He ended up getting us up in a suite at the Clippers game, which was a lot of fun. And then right after that, we went over to a crew game, and they hooked us up with some nice tickets, and we got to sit in the nice little club area they had. A very cool experience. My kids enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. Then yesterday got up, did all the Easter stuff, had family over, we made food, we had enjoyed the food, we did all that stuff, and last night, my wife and I looked at each other and was like, oh, hi, how are you? Bye to the weekend. Like, busy weekends are good until the Sunday scaries hit, and then you realize, oh, yeah, the whole weekend just evaporated like that, so that's my yikes. Sundays can get pretty scary. A little bit. Yeah. They can. They can They can get pretty scary. My third and final yikes is the fact that i spent money to go to college and i still can't buy a house yet and the cash me outside girl just paid 6.1 million dollars for a florida mansion <laughs> she did really just bought a florida mansion 6.1 and i'm not gonna say she didn't work hard you know once she got her 15 seconds of fame she she continued it and she you know dropped very nice music out there for the world and you know she worked hard and, and she got her mansion but I can guarantee you she does not have a college degree. <laughs> <laughs> or if she does, she that's not why she got six point one million. Right. She may have gone in in concurrence with her being famous, but yeah, that is a big old yikes. Uh Teddy, what do you got? 
All right. My final yikes involves the oh, Blue no. Jackets. Oh, no. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> With six games remaining for the Blue Jackets, they have set a record that's nothing to be proud of. They have now allowed 280 goals this season, which is the most in franchise history. The 2005-06 team allowed 276 goals in 82 games. Yikes. Let's get some defense, right, Hayden? I had the audacity yesterday to take the under in that game. Because Why I saw did Chief, you do that? I saw Chief was playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's the I under. Thought Barube I was, was going like, to get Chief it done. Chief is in. And, and no, no. And he did not get it done. Not even close. That's, well, that's too bad. Sorry. I'm sorry that that's how that went. But we got we to gotta, we gotta do better next year. Yeah. Not it, be injured is it like, I don't know how to put that in a note for the Jackets of don't be as injured next year. But also everyone has injuries. This is a rebuilding year. We knew it was going to be a little rough. And so. honestly, honestly, now that I do engage in uh i guess you would say gambling that's what it's called that's what it's that is what you do yes now that i engage in that it has been a lot of fun betting overs in games there's nothing like rooting for overs in games yeah that has been a lot of fun so if you're gonna suck again next year it's this is a good way to suck this is a good way to bet the over and have fun with it if nothing else yes that's a fair point uh we'll take a break when we come back We will find out about Ryan Day because he got a couple of recruits over the weekend. I'll tell you about those next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find some backups on westbound 670 at 4th Street. Traffic is still slow in that area. Plan on some delays. You'll also find delays on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 670. Traffic is backed up there as well. Striving Afford is sponsored by Audible. This spring, let Audible bring a smile with comedy, sci-fi, thrillers, or whatever you love listening to. From audiobooks to exclusive originals to podcasts, find it all on Audible. Sign up and start free at audible.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. No common man today. Hayden filling in for him. Triple H is joining me. Mike will be back tomorrow. Before we get to uh, some of the recruits Ryan Day got over this weekend, did you see this? Uh, it's just something that's going to be out there. We're going to be dealing with it a lot. Pro football focus draft. They had tweeted out something a little while ago. It said, is Aiden Hutchinson on track to be the best or the dominant force in the NFL? It's like, all right, well, let's calm down just on that, just right off the bat. But then they had Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus on uh, their podcast for the NFL he said, Aiden Hutchinson is a better athlete than the Bosa brothers. This is going, just be aware, wow. this is going to be the comparison because people are lazy and stupid. They're going to be like, oh, two guys have played in this rivalry, three guys have played in this rivalry, technically, you know what I mean? Ohio State guys versus Michigan guy. We're going to take all that and we're going to compare who's better, those guys or this guy. And it's just, number one, he's very, very talented. He's extremely good. I just don't like it when you're instantly like jumping him into someone else's league. Because 
they happen to play at the same place. That, you know that, what I'm saying? The they, hype is very high. Yeah. Well, they prove they wouldn't be on. It would it would be the same thing if it was the reverse, right? If it was an Ohio State guy coming out and two dudes from Michigan had gone on to what the Bosa brothers have done in the NFL, and then to say, "Oh, this guy could be better than those guys." It's just you're looking for a kind of lazy connection there of like, oh, they played at the same rivalry schools, so there's their connection. It's I don't know that he's going to be anywhere close to them in the NFL. Obviously, he's going to be highly touted, maybe the number one guy going overall. But yeah, I I just think that's a little bit too much too early. It is too much too early, but unless he's a lion, then I'm all in on him <laughs> being the next Bosa. That's true enough. I, I know. I'm going to fully believe it. Listen, he's a ask ask Thayer Munford how good. Aiden well, Hutcherson. right. Aiden I mean, we, we know how. Yes, I mean he's extremely. I'm not not doubting he's talented or anything like that. I'm just saying, do we have to do that Bosa comparison right now? Is that the? It's just. It seems like there's other guys you could compare him to. We're just going to look at. Oh yeah, well right. he's played at. He played at Michigan. They played Ohio State. So get ready. I'm just preparing. Get ready for that. It's going to be very throughout. annoying. Yes. I know whatever what team saying. gets him will make it. Because what They'll you're do saying the is thing. it's more than like more than a 50% chance possibility he is going to end up being very good in the NFL. And then that's when people will make the comparisons. It'll just be like a whole lifetime of... Well, right. I'm just saying like as good as the Boses are too. Like, I mean, Miles Garrett exists. There are other right. guys who are also really good. Yeah. And it's like you just instantly jump to the Bosa comparison because they're like... In the rivalry, I guess, yeah. I don't, or whatever other reasons you have. I'm just saying because like, those two players are completely different. And, you know, yeah, Nick and, and Joey play they different. Play differently, they play differently. Yes, so, yeah. and Miles Garrett plays different than them. And you could compare all those guys as being elite pass rushers and talented guys in that regard. But they just went instantly for the like, oh, Ohio State, Michigan. Let's just compare that and run it into the ground. So, just saying, Buckeye fans, be aware that's that's bound to happen. Regardless of if you care or not, that's just going to be an annoying thing they're going to do forever until it's proven either he's way better than those guys or he's not or whatever. Most likely, he'll be really good too. And then it'll always be that who's better and I think that's kind of stupid, but that's what we do. Uh, Let's talk about some of the recruits that Ryan Day got over the weekend. Three-star wide receiver Bryson Rogers committed to Ohio State. Uh, He is a 6'2", 170-pound wideout out of Florida. But I found this interesting you hear three-star guy, it's the 2023 class. You hear three-star guy and you think, all right, well, I don't know how good he is or not. Then you look at the schools that he was also looking at. It was Alabama and Georgia. Say, all right. So the everyone seems to like this dude. You know, again, I'm not trying to besmirch him. He's a three-star guy. And I'm guessing Brian Hartline clearly sees something in him. And I'll trust his judgment on that. My point being there interestingly, usually when you see three-star guy, you don't see the guys, yeah. the schools that are being looked at are Ohio State, Georgia, and Bama, but good for him. That's Those are some nice options to have. Yeah, you wonder if he was a three-star guy and, all, and maybe one of these schools was looking at him, so then they both started looking at him. That uh, could be a could thing. Be. Yeah. I, maybe. And sometimes the number or the rating jumps up when they see who's looking at him. Then they go, oh, actually, he's, we think he's a four-star. I know they'll sometimes project out. He's actually a three-star now, but he's about to be a four-star or whatever. Before we get to the next guy, I'm going to real quickly plug somebody on in sports media, this Bryce Randolph TV. This guy can't be older than nine years old, and he has a video on YouTube, Is Bryson Rogers Really a Goat? And then in parentheses, the truth with an emoji. Okay. I, and he is breaking down the film on <laughs> Bryson Rogers. I cannot wait when this is over, to just watch this whole guy so break this is, down. So this is a nine-year-old that is like he, on YouTube breaking down film? He cannot be older than 10. He looks like he he's putting his facial reactions to the plays that Bryson Rogers is making in high school, and he's reacting to them. That's crazy. I, had, like, <laughs> I have kids that are around that age, and they've been like, 
dad, can we have a YouTube channel? And I'm like, no, 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 you don't want to be, come on. And I didn't know there was like kids out there breaking tape down, doing, Bryce Randall behind TV. on the game. He's got 324 subscribers. That's more well, you than know my what? little brother. You, you, <laughs> you could bump him up a little bit. Yeah. That's right. There you go. And also a uh, four-star corner, Dion Johnson committed to Ohio State. So very cool to see. He is a uh, seven-on-seven teammate with Bryson Rogers. So they, oh, nice. they both, you know, kind of were there and got to decide, all right, let's just do this. Also a Florida guy. So that's good. Six foot, 190, six foot, 190-pound corner. Uh, he got his offer January 25th from Tony Alford, who handles a lot of Florida's recruiting for Ohio State. So that's cool. A good for Ohio State to get these guys both, you know, to agree to want to come here. As we know, the recruiting does not stop once you commit, sign, show up on campus, play in a bunch of games, make a bunch of plays in a bunch of games, become a superstar in a bunch of games. Like, you're still getting recruited because of the portal. You're still getting recruited because of name, image, yeah. and likeness. So this is just step one of like 800 to see these guys through to a successful career as a Buckeye. That's a it's a tall task for all these coaches. What they have to do now. You're right. Like this time in two years, we could be reading that Dijon Johnson is entering the transfer right. portal. Best of luck in the portal. I don't know what exactly. it does to people when they're in it. I, <laughs> it seems like most people make it out okay. Most, most make it came. They do come out okay. You're exactly right. But, but it's it's the way it goes. Yeah, you got to constantly recruit. It's tough. It's a different game. And yeah, just anytime you see that Ohio State gets depth at secondary, that's an important thing because that is one thing that Jim Knowles has said has been an issue has been the depth at secondary. So this is always good. Hopefully he comes in and uh, makes an impact right away. Yeah, that's what you'd like to see. We'll, we'll find out how it works out. But good that those guys both made their decision decided to come to Ohio State. That's always feeling good. I will take a break. We come back. If you missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we've got you covered with the rundown next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to keep an eye out for right now. You'll find delays on I-71 northbound between I-70 and Spring Street. Traffic is backed up in that area. And 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is just crawling along. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hope your Monday is going well. No Common Man today. Hayden, a.k.a. Triple H, is filling in for him. Doing a great job, by the way. Thanks for coming in, Hayden. I appreciate it. Uh, Lots to get to still later on this hour. We are talking to Jason Stark with our new segment, Jason's Beef, coming up at 534. Excited for that. Uh, we have also got plenty to get to with the rundown. But before we do that, did you see this story about so the the 
the rumors have been out all weekend, if not before that, that the team that has the inside track to sign Baker Mayfield or to, to get him to be traded to them would be the Panthers. Which is interesting because the Panthers claim they are super okay with having Sam Darnold as their quarterback, even though they were very much trying to get to Sean Watson when that was happening. And the thought is they may or may not be drafting a quarterback, but maybe they're really not. Who knows? This could all be draft smokescreen stuff. We're about a week and a half away from the draft. All that could be what's happening. But I just feel like everybody has an inside track to get Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah, you know what it takes. You know how to get him. He's available. They definitely want to get rid of him. Isn't the goal? He wants to leave there. Yeah, so I, I think everybody, I think this is a one-man race. It's just about who wants to run it. So this is just saying the Panthers are running it. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think the Panthers would be willing to give up their, I don't think it's necessarily an upgrade to go from Sam Darnold to Baker right now. And that's not even a trash on Baker. I still think Baker's okay. I also think Sam Darnold is okay. Like I, I think I. I mean, again, I'm not the biggest Baker fan, but he's got to be a little bit better when not injured. Got to be better than Sam Darnold, though, right? Or no? Are, are you are you that high on I Sam Darnold? Know. I don't. I well, okay. Here's the problem. So when Sam Darnold was with the Jets, he had one throw that is just imprinted in my brain forever. <laughs> is it a he, core memory for it's you? A or core it's, memory, it's just stuck yeah. in there. It's a core memory of him rolling left. And then throwing forty yards right for oh, a touchdown. Wow. Yeah, right. In garbage time in a Jets game, and I just remember seeing that and being like, "Man, he's got some stuff." Well, you know who may also have remembered that throw is Robbie Anderson, who is wide receiver for the Panthers, the third Island boy too. With yeah, the way he rocks that's his hair. right. He does. Yes, has the Island boy hairstyle going for sure. But uh, he on Instagram posted Ian Rappaport's tweet that said. Basically, the Panthers have the inside track on Baker Mayfield. And his comment was, no, with a bunch of O's after it. And uh, there is another picture of, or uh, sorry, there's another person on Instagram who said, Anderson doesn't want Mayfield to come to Carolina. And then he commented on that and said, facts. So then I'm, I'm guessing all this got cleaned up, but whatever. Like, this is... Not great for Baker Mayfield where it's like, hey, maybe the Panthers will get you. And then one of their receivers is like, absolutely not. I do not want that. It it just goes to show that, yeah, for the most part, players in the league right now don't want to play with Baker. I mean, you didn't see a lot of Browns guys stepping up to defend him. No one has stepped forward and said, oh, man, it's I can't believe they did this. They're all looking at Deshaun Watson more or less saying, well, that's interesting. That might help me out quite a bit. Right. And then on that podcast that he was on, the You, you Know What I Mean, You Never Know podcast, yeah. Baker did, they, they asked him, like, do you feel like you need to be liked in the locker room? Baker said, no. No. I, I mean, I, I am, I'll be who I am. And, and if you don't like me, that's fine. That's, that's exactly that's, how it's working. That is Nobody how it's likes working. you. And honestly, the Panthers have the sixth overall pick in the draft. And you could argue they might need some offensive linemen or something. But I, would imagine that if you, I was a team like the Panthers, I would be more willing to take a risk on some of these new quarterbacks who haven't done anything in the league yet, but they have a fresh template. You know, they have a fresh they have a fresh start. Wouldn't yeah. you rather? Wouldn't you rather do that, especially with the six overall pick? You know, I mean, I, I, I would. Know. I would too. I'm not saying they go out and they should go out and sign Baker. And how dare they not sign him? I'm just saying if they if they don't believe anybody's in this draft that they really want, and maybe they do think Sam Darnold's great. Maybe they think Sam Darnold's not that great, but I would think Matt Rule's in a spot where they've got to try to win. 
right? I mean, you can't just tank another year and say, let's go get our quarterback in 2023. You can't do that. This is the NFL. I would think you've got a chance here. You've got to try to see what he can do. You got to get the best quarterback available. And if you think that's Baker Mayfield, they should definitely go out and try to go get him. But it seems like they don't think that if, unless they make this move, I guess, but yeah, it's, it's a, (laughs) it's very weird to go back and read those like GQ profiles. They were doing a Baker Mayfield where they're like, this is what it is. This is six gets it. And he's the guy and everyone loves him. And now it's like all this narrative has turned into, he doesn't like anybody. They don't like him. It was pretty much a pain to work with this guy, apparently, because no one wants to sign him. So, or sign him. I know they have to trade for him, but you get what I mean. This is something that would seem like it's easy to do in a quarterback hungry league, and no one seems to want to part ways with what it takes to get Baker Mayfield. I agree with you. I think he still has something left in the tank. I think the problem is is him him just talking. Yes. Every time he opens his mouth, his his wantability goes down. It's a bad idea. Every time. I think he needs to take the Marcus Mariota route. I think he needs to just be quiet, just get traded to a team, Yeah, be a backup quarterback. Just be a backup quarterback because guess what? Chances are maybe later down the road, if you prove that you can be a good backup quarterback and come in and save a game, maybe every now and then, you will get a job. Look at Mariota. He got traded to the Falcons, right? He's with the Falcons now. He's going to have that job. It's like with uh, bad head coaches who end up then going and being really good coordinators. And after a few years, teams are like, well, maybe he could be a good coach again. And they give him a chance again because you go away for a couple of years. People forget about some of the things they didn't like. They remember the things they do like. And then they go, man, eh, but it could work this time. You're right. Baker does not let that happen because he is constantly chirping about how good he is and how he deserves something. He deserves another shot. And maybe he's right. I just don't know if he's going to get it this year as a starter. We'll see. Rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS. So let's talk about the OSU spring game, because that went on over the weekend, along with the Blue Jackets playing a couple games on the road. You had the crew at home, where they stunk. It was a terrible game. But spring game happened, and that's always a nice sign that we're getting to warmer temperatures, we're getting to nicer, you know, summer is on its way. And also, where you're closer and closer to the actual start of football season once spring game ends. That's how I choose to look at it, as opposed to there won't be football for a while. I choose to look at it as, well, now that's out of the way, and we're getting closer to the start of the season. But any takeaways from you watching this game or anything that you saw that you took away that you said, yeah, that was a positive. That was something I was excited about. Like I said, the defense covered the imaginary spread. I think the fact that Jim Knowles didn't get to put his full defense out there was great. It's nice to see that uh, C.J. Stroud is, you know, making timely throws with uh, Jackson Smith and Jigbutt. So it was honestly, I, I really more appreciated what the coaches had to say in the press conference and like, what the players had to say about how spring is going because this really is Buckeye Nation's full check-in on what's going on. And it sounds like things are going good under the hood, you know, under, you know, this well-oiled machine is, has been fixed up and, you know, it took a tough bump in the fall, but here we go. Let's keep it going. Let's tidy it up. And the spring game just showed me that, yeah, things are going smoothly. And I really like some of the, some of the moves that they've made. Joe Royer at tight end, that he made a nice, yeah, he did one it. nice catch. Evan Pryor had some good runs, good runs there. So maybe, maybe a guy who can factor in that running back room. That'd be nice to see. Yeah. And I'm glad we got over 50 K at the stadium. I yeah, think that it was, was good. I think the total was 60. I just, you never know with you now that fans are back in stadiums, how much Buckeye Nation would really want to get out there. 
especially with how the spring game has been watered down crazy amounts. There's, we still got 60K out there, so that's, that's, that's not always bad. good, yeah. Yeah, Ted, I think, had the low end on our predictions. Where was I, Ted? Was I at 60 or 70? I thought you said like 65. Okay, and, and Mike, was up like, Mike was up at like 75 or 80. He yeah. was like yelling at us because we didn't have like 100,000 in the shoe. And I'm like, <laughs> well, have you, have you seen the real games? Like, we're still struggling to do that. Like, let's just calm down on, we'll get there. But yeah, it's spring game. It's not exactly the same as a normal football game, but it was still great to see everybody. And I'll say this. I know it makes me sound like I'm a million years old. It was great to actually see the scarlet and gray yeah, just in the actual regular uniforms where every other game now, it's like there's a special uniform. There's a one-off. There's the away version of the home a one-off that they did. Cool. That's good. I like that. I'm excited to just watch the scarlet and gray, and that was fun. And I'm glad it was an enjoyable thing, and it looked like a great time out there. I can't... The oh. rundown. No, my bad. The rundown. Sorry, what were you going to say? Saying, I can't speak for most people, but I believe most people around here would have rather watched a spring game than like a USFL game. Just say that. I absolutely agree with that. I, I think you're right on that for sure. But the spring game always tends to get people excited, and that's that's a good thing about it. Uh, the crew are not getting people excited. They lost 2 to nothing to Orlando City, and it was... I was at this game. I'm watching it. I brought the girls... We had a blast before and after the game and even during the game because stadium's really nice. We had a good time at LDC. Like Lower.com Field's great. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. This stadium is too pretty for this team to be this ugly. They are gross right now. And and you hear the quotes from Caleb Porter. You hear some of the other players coming out and saying, we should be better than this. Like we're creating chances. We're creating opportunities. Yes, but you're not finishing them. Everyone in the league knows you can't finish right now. You do not have a real threat up top. Unfortunately, Miguel Berry has not turned into that yet. Maybe he will someday. Jossie Zardes has not looked like himself when he, since he's been benched. Uh, you are still struggling a little bit on defense to try to find the right mix and that's okay. I'd be fine if they're tying these games like 2-2 or you know, losing games 4-3. to three. As much as that would stink, at least you know the offense is there and hopefully that would continue. They're just not doing anything right now in the final third to finish off games, but can't lose 2 nothing to Orlando City or anyone at home. That's just, that's not okay. No, they haven't scored a goal since March. That's that's not a good thing. And you got it. Yeah, you have to score to win championships, and that's what the that's where the benchmark is. And this team's not even close to that right now. The good thing is about MLS is that it's it's a long season, so it's still very early. Still chance to get it back. I think Zellerion needs to get a little bit more healthy. He's still battling yeah, something. I know he's because battling through, but he. I mean, it's it's crazy watching these guys up close, and you just see the skill level, and you see what they can do. And Zellerion made some tremendous plays on the ball, and then final third, they just can't find anybody because everyone's on the other team, they're all just packing it in waiting for you to just make a mistake. And that's usually what the crew have been doing, but they, they need to find it and they need to get it quick because it's unacceptable for this team to be this bad with the amount of talent they have. So Caleb Porter and those guys, they've got a lot of work to do. The rundown. The rundown. You can catch the rundown every day at five Oh two right here on the fan. I don't know. Do you want to talk jackets real quick? I mean, they, they, they kind of got beat. Not great. Two on the road. Injuries abound. Your guy Barube had a rough outing last night. Not yeah. great. Everything's not great right now. It's not great. There's not a lot of things that I'm really looking forward to. I guess I guess right now it's just the uh, Nick Blankenberg and Ken Johnson tour. I want to see what those guys have. I still want to see Cole Sillinger's score. I just want to see the young guns get out there yeah. and take ownership of this team in the last final games of the season. And uh, That's good experience. Every single game is important when it comes to that, and that's the only reason I'm watching right now because <laughs> the team's pretty much lifeless. Yeah, you brought up the USFL. It was the first weekend of the USFL. Did anyone watch it? We will talk about that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slow traffic to keep an eye out for right now. You'll find delays on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is still delayed in that area. And more slowdowns on westbound 670 at 4th Street. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. No common man today. Triple H is in for him. Hayden joining me. We'll talk to Jason Stark, Jason's Beef, our new segment with him coming up uh, in just a few moments. So you mentioned the USL, you, that too, the USFL mm. earlier, Hayden. Did you get to check in on any of that? Did you watch any of those Absolutely games? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And that's actually, I surprised myself in how little I cared about it because during the pandemic when the XFL was getting going and we had Cardale playing for the Washington... Uh, Oh, I don't remember either what yeah. it was, but anyway, who cares? Destro- destroyers? That maybe? I don't know. I don't know. No, that no. was the Columbus Destroyers yeah, back in the day. Uh, but anyway, I was I, usually I would care about it, but there weren't any lines out on the place that I gamble, so I wasn't gonna bet on it, and so I don't care. Yeah, actually, you know what I did like? I've been I saw a little bit of the uh, fan controlled league. You <laughs> you watched the Johnny Manziel to stuff? I did. What? Okay, so what is that even played outside? They no, play- it's played indoors. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. It's basically played like in a strip mall, <laughs> and it's electric. Yes. It's electric. They just got the more absurd you make the games, the more interested I am in it. And I don't think the USFL has done a great job of that. I mean, they're playing in a football stadium where no one's watching. Like it feels like okay, you're just televising a JV football game, kind of. Right. It. And that's it. That is a perfect way to describe it. Because whenever I watch any of these spring leagues that have popped up over the years. They do have that vibe that I know that this is inferior product, but then everything about the production of it looks kind of inferior. The thing that threw me was because this was on, you know, Fox and NBC having these partnerships that they do, which is also weird. They simulcast a game on two different networks. That is to me something that you flip the game on, you see the little score bug at the bottom, you're like, oh, this looks a lot like NFL production, and it kind of, for a brief moment, if you squinted, say that kind of looks like an NFL game. And then you watch the football, and you're like, it's definitely not. You don't know a lot of the players unless you're a super college football junkie, or maybe you just remember some of the worst players over the last five or six years that have come through the NFL, had a cup of coffee, and then left. I don't know what the, I don't know what you're selling me on. Like, what, what part of this am I supposed to enjoy if it is the nuance of this is a the same names and logos and everything from 30 years ago. I don't care about that. I I was, I don't barely remember any of that. I'm sure you don't remember any of that. A lot of people don't remember any of that. And, and I don't, 
I don't know why I would watch it because most of what I think people care about is the history you have with these teams. The the players that you know, like Patrick Mahomes, you're going to tune in because you know the quality. Josh Allen, you know the quality of those players. So when those two are matching up, you're saying this is one of two of the best guys in the NFL playing against each other. This is awesome. When you watch the two best players in the USFL go up against each other, you don't even know if they could make an NFL roster. That's that's hard for me to swallow. You're just you're just wondering if they can throw it thirty yards. You're, you're <laughs> not you're not worried about yeah. That, like it's just for me, I've been to Otterbein football games and that atmosphere at those football games is ten times better than what I saw clips of from the USFL. It just looked just awful. And, and I thought the drone camera thing following the play, I thought that was neat. But again, all I saw were more more sights of the empty stadium. And I saw the clip of the New Orleans breakers talking to the, the the head coach talking to the ref in the middle of the game. That stuff's interesting for like three seconds. And then right. I'm like, I don't care right. about this. Like I've he- I've heard a football coach talk to a, a ref before. It's, yes. It's, it's not the it's not the coolest thing right. in the world. But you brought up Otterbein, that's where you went to college. Yes, yeah, roll cards. Yeah. So you have an attachment to that that is beyond I'm watching the best football I've ever seen. That's okay if it's not, because you have the attachment. And right. same thing if you, I know we all, a lot of us root for Ohio State, and a lot of people listening to me went to Ohio State, or you've grown up rooting for them. But there are also a lot of people who root for, you know, the worst teams in college football, be, just because that's where they went to school, they have fond memories of the place. That is a different thing than you're going to have with these USFL teams. What is my attachment in that there's regard none. either? Yeah, there's none, and that's sad. At least with the fan-controlled league like there was just other stuff going on that made it more interesting like there was one play where somebody threw a pass and the receiver was going up to catch it in the corner of the end zone and it hit a balcony that overhung (laughs) and the guy was like looking at the balcony like i almost like got a concussion because i jumped up and like hit the thing and it it deflected the pass what the heck and the announcer was just like yeah he's just gotta learn to play with it it's just part of the game (laughs) that stuff is more interesting to me like they're so how low so there's no punting if this, no if, punting. If, if just that regular old pass, yeah. you jumping up the catches, hitting the beams and the rafters. That's seems dangerous. It is dangerous, and I like that. I like the element okay. of danger added to it, and that's honestly, I just miss arena football. I think that's what it's really. Well, there's to. that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Then maybe that's that's part of it. But I'll I'll add to this because I'm trying to think of if I were because USFL the numbers that came in they said they. This is their own internal numbers that they're projecting. Mm, yeah. This is not the people who actually usually measure it. We haven't got those numbers yet. They're projecting it was 3 million, 3.5 million viewers roughly for this game, which sounds good at first. That's a decent little number. More than the AAF, more than the XFL on their debuts uh, in their previous iterations. But this was on two networks. You know, that's that's the problem. Like, this was on two broadcast channels where, let's say one of those broadcast channels wasn't broadcasting USFL. Maybe they're broadcasting something else, whatever that would be, reruns of some popular show or whatever. That'd probably take a few hundred thousand people away at least, right? And there'd probably be some other people who just didn't find the game on the channel it was on. Three million on two broadcast networks is all you did, and that's your inaugural game? The numbers go down significantly after the inaugural game. So I I would find it hard to believe people are going to watch this for more than, oh, what is it? Oh, it's on? Okay, there it is. I saw it. Great. And then they don't come back. Yeah, and you know, the I know that they probably put this thing in the spring because they don't have to compete against football, obviously, but 
they're still competing against other sporting events, man. Like there was still like for Ted and I, we were watching the RBC Heritage Golf. You know, some yeah. people were watching the the dirt racing, oh, the yeah, dirt yeah, NASCAR Bristol, race. Right? Yeah, NASCAR. Nobody yeah. gave me a. Re- nobody told me that was going on. I would have watched that. They were I should have told every, you. you yeah, have. it's a lot. It was a lot of fun. And there's also, I mean, yeah, NBA playoffs going on. Yeah, a little thing have, called the NBA playoffs. Major League Baseball's back. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of things going on, and I'm sure this outdrew some of those games. But the point is, the USFL. Here, here's why the USFL and all these spring leagues. This is the biggest thing they have. To, that's a problem for them. Major League Soccer still has trouble getting these type of television numbers. Major League Soccer's been around for 20 years. You do now have fans who grew up like me. I was in you know high school when that came around. So I like most of my adult life have had crew games to go to. My kids have gone to crew games their entire existence. You know, and and suddenly when they get older and, and future generations, it gets bigger. And suddenly it's that's the attachment is just this team. Regardless of the players, you still go to the games. You still follow them because you root for the team. Jacket, same thing, right? Now you have a bunch of hockey fans in this area mm-hmm. where 30 years ago, maybe it was a lot smaller of a contingent. Now you've grown the hockey fan base. So there's people that go to Jackets games even if the team isn't good. WNBA has fans now that weren't there 30 years ago because the league came back every year. You have to come back for 20 plus years before you build an audience that says, now I care about this team regardless of who's playing because I'm a fan of the Washington whatevers or the, you know, Birmingham whoevers. That's, you're not going to have that right now and you're not going to get it with the XFL next year or any of these other leagues that come online. Yeah. MLS is an example of a league that had very humble beginnings and very, it was, it was consistent repetition and it was, it was an investment for all those teams in their local communities and there's zero investment in these USFL teams and their local communities because they're only playing in one place. Right, so, you're not even big enough to go to those places yet, right. which I'm sure saves on cost. So maybe that helps them stick around, but anybody who invests, we said this when when the AAF came around, it's like, you better be ready to put this on regardless of winning or not or, or getting a bunch of money or not or sponsors. Minimum five years. Yeah. You have to commit to like a minimum of five years and losing money for five years straight. And even then, I mean, Major League Soccer wrote checks to like the owners had to bail the league out multiple times to keep it afloat. At one time, they had three owners for the entire league. Every team was owned by just three dudes and they footed the bill until it got big enough to keep growing. WNBA obviously had the NBA keeping it alive for its early part of its existence. Now that's that's starting to grow. You now have fan bases in those cities that come out and enjoy the WNBA. That's not going to happen with the USFL unless you stick around for 10 plus years. So I really, you don't have the local interest with the college thing. You don't have, I know that team and I've watched them for 30 years. You don't have the best talent. What is, what is my reason for watching other than it's on? And that's really what they're counting on. It's just, you'll be bored with everything else and go, well, it's football and you'll flip it on. It, the only thing that they're offering is interesting angles of football that you haven't seen, but the football's bad and the chances are you probably have seen. I mean, Storied Rivals yeah. does a better job covering games. And Absolutely. They, they cover high school games. Yeah, that's right. So there you go. USFL. Good first weekend, I guess. We'll see how it does the rest of the way. I don't think it'll do much. Jason's Beef with our guy Jason Stark. That's coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Some slow traffic to keep an eye out for right now. You'll find some backups on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. For inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nempton to get on track with five steps to make the seemingly impossible possible. Register at ExpressPros.com slash ExpressTalks. A free virtual event may fit from Express Employment Professionals. ExpressPros.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. He likes baseball. He likes solar eclipses. He likes Shohei Otani. But he loves roast beef sandwiches. It's time for Jason's Beef with everyone's favorite baseball writer, podcaster, author, and former mustache owner, Jason Stark. There you go. He's our guy. He is back for another year, and we are talking beef with Jason Stark right here on the Brian Heating Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Uh, Hayden is in with me today. Jason, how are you, man? T-Bone, I'm good. That's the greatest open for any segment that I've ever been a part of on any station. Just want, want you to know that. You're damn right it is. Yeah, yeah that's, right? that's what we do. We roll out the red carpet for our friends. We don't just have, you know, <laughs> these generic <laughs> intros. It's very specific to you. Custom tailored to you. Is a, is a nice touch. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. <laughs> um, so I guess, I mean, the segment is called Jason's Beef. I know not every week you're going to have something that you are like riled up about. It has been a while since we've talked, though. Is there anything that... You know, there was a little labor stoppage in between all the last time we talked. Is there anything that's got you riled up a little bit between now and then? Yeah, actually, there is. Now, we're not going to get into that work stoppage. That's old news. I still have nightmares about it. Here is my beef. You guys know I write a lot about baseball's different attempts to make the game more entertaining with these rule change experiments. Every time I write about this stuff or tweet about this stuff. I get story comments or Twitter comments from people who say, why do you hate baseball? Why does Theo Epstein hate baseball? Why does Rob Manfred hate baseball? And anybody who has paid any attention knows there's nobody who loves baseball more than me. But the game needs better rhythm and it needs a a way for more of these amazing athletes in the game to get a chance to show how athletic they are. And the other sports change rules all the time. Nobody ever says, I've had it. This isn't the game Red Grange played. I'll never watch another football game. You never hear that. The rules of baseball were not handed down on a stone tablet. It's, it's just time for baseball to address some of the stuff that has gotten out of balance. That's my beef. My question for you, Jason, is why does Phil Castellini hate Reds fans, and why does he want to move the team out of Cincinnati? What's going on That's there? right. Yeah. No, he loves Reds fans. He can do whatever he wants, and they'll keep coming. Where are they going to go? Like, I, who says that? I don't know. That, well, he does. And then who says it wearing those clothes? That's my other problem, Jason, is he just didn't, like, wear those and, and look like a regular human. Don't look like, you know, 
Monty Burns on a bender. Like, that's not what we need right now. You can't be, like, laughing at the workers at the factory and be like, yeah, they don't even have Lincolns. Like, you can't do that. You've got to, like, put the... Put whatever you had in that cup, just set it down and then have like a respectful response to the fans, if nothing else. Not that. Don't call back three times. That was no I good. I, right. I, I, you know, I've heard owners, team presidents say that sort of thing off the record and I yell at them. But who says it on the radio and then keeps getting asked for clarification and says it again? Like, I, 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 all right. If he, if they if the Castellinis think that they're not alone, okay, among the people in their crowd, but it's such a different deal if you say it about one of the great baseball markets in America. Uh, and I think we agree this is a market that does not deserve what their owners are doing to it. Uh, it's it's really offensive and arrogant, and I don't know how you dig out ever from something like that it, it felt like a guy on like christmas eve going i gotta tell you i'm not a big fan of santa claus and then everyone around him was like what you mean is you're not a fan of him not being around all the time or you didn't get a gift you wanted and he's like no no, i hate santa claus and they're like please clarify that for the children that you love santa claus he's like oh yeah santa claus is okay he just could not read the room at all it, it was mystifying jason's beef jason wow. stark joining us here on the fan uh, Clayton Kershaw, let's switch gears and talk about that. I know it's a few days ago. He said he was okay with Dave Roberts' decision to pull him with only six out remaining to get to a perfect game. One, do you believe him? And uh, two, should we all be mad about that or should we just move on? You know, this is one time I think it's complicated. I, I don't, I, I do think Clayton was being honest. Uh, he's pretty honest human being, in my experience. And I have thought a lot about what went on here from pretty much every standpoint. Just from the standpoint of lockout, short spring training, a pitcher who faced it, never had surgery, has more health questions than almost any star pitcher not named Jacob DeGrom. This was going to happen with somebody in April. I think that part was predictable. But it's the other parts that bother me. You know, just the, there's that little slice of history part. If Clayton Kershaw throws a perfect game and strikes out 15, 16, 17, that's a legacy-defining moment for him. If he just throws seven perfect innings and then leaves, that's a game that has zero historic significance. But my biggest worry is not necessarily that game, but the trend and, and, and what it means for the entertainment part, the, the fan part. The most important aspect of any sport is what? How entertaining is it? And this sport is endangering the entertainment quality of the game by becoming so risk-averse with starting pitchers that we've reached the point where they're never around when the game is decided or when history is made, or both. I mean, I want you to try to imagine LeBron not being in the game at the at the end, or Tom Brady not being in the game at the for the final drive. In baseball, this happens all the time. Um, but these are the marquee performers in the sport, the the ace pitchers, the future Hall of Famers. They're never around when the game is decided. Uh, like that's a problem, and it's a problem whether. 
this game happened or not. Talking about, you know, just ways to interject young talent, you know, exciting talent. Roki Sasaki in Japan throwing 17 straight perfect innings. Jason, I, I, I'm a micro-doser <laughs> of baseball, so can you just please tell me how long before we get this dude in a major league park and when is he draft eligible? How, how do we get him over here in the United States playing, playing ball? Yeah. Hayden, like if you didn't know this was real, wouldn't you think it was a movie? It does like seem fake, yeah. Sid Finch, 52 straight hitters in a row, 33 strikeouts. <laughs> Come on. Um, it, I would not start counting the days until you can see him pitch here. Um, the rules are very different in Japan. Like They control him for nine seasons, so that, that means they control him for another seven seasons. He's 20 years old. He's the biggest attraction in Japanese baseball. Why would they let him go? I mean, at some point, maybe it's worth their while to post him. Maybe he forces his way out. Otani did that to some extent. But it's going to be a long time. And all we've got is YouTube. Watch <laughs> the YouTubes. This guy throws 100, and this, that split drops, what is it, like 11 feet? It's amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous to watch, and it's crazy too that I mean I watch a lot of soccer, Jason, and when you see a guy who does jaw dropping stuff in a smaller league, you can almost bet the next summer, or the next winter, he's going to be on his way to one of the big four European leagues, and that's not a guarantee with the player in Japan. I mean, it's it's or you know, I mean, it's just not a guarantee based on the contract. Is there an amount of money that would make them part ways, or probably not at this at this point? Um. Again, you just have to recognize the way the system works. Otani didn't come here for the money. He's still way underpaid. He came here because he was so determined to play baseball in America. And by doing that, do things that had never been done in history and to represent his country. Um, I haven't heard any talk at all, that Sasaki is looking to force his way out. He's 20. He, uh, you know, is still trying to protect him. That's why they took him out of the second game with 102 pitches. Uh, and we have to recognize the significance of Japanese baseball in Japan. It's, it's what the NFL is here. Japanese baseball is king, and he's the biggest thing going. So we we can't make him leave. Either the team decides it's time to move on and post him, or he forces his way out. There's no other way it happens for another seven years. Yeah, that's incredible, Jason. We uh, look forward to doing this every week. Appreciate you coming back on, and uh, can't wait to talk more beef with you all throughout the season, buddy. We're looking forward to it, <laughs> Thanks, man. Jason. I loved it, guys. I want a copy of that open. Oh, we'll get it to you. Jason's Beef on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Back page is coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find some delays on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on some backups in that area. And traffic is slow on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute delay. Stuffing Report is sponsored by Ohio Labors and Ohio Lesset. Lesset and Panera Bread congratulate member of the week, Josh Walt Hagemeyer with Local 574 Marion. Walt is a 16-year member working with E.S. Wagner on I-75 Project. 
Killed Ohio right, built at Union. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Final segment of the program. Hayden's been in all day for Common Man. Thanks for joining us, Triple H. Yeah, I thanks appreciate for it. having me. Yep. Been a lot of fun. Now joining us, host of the Buckeye Show, Timmy Hall is in. What's up, Timmy? Oh, you guys. Bone Triple H. Bone, show, man. Bone Triple H. Triple H Bone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is one of the few, I got to say, this is one of the few nicknames that I I think I you came gave up it to with. Me, yeah. I did give it to you. Okay, because I thought I did, and usually my nicknames get trounced by the nickname maker here, which is Common Man. He usually is like, nah, nah, I don't like that. And then he comes up with some other nickname that he likes. But Triple H, because your last name has two H's very prom well, yeah. Right? Yeah, two they're, H, they're just close two. together, yeah. Right. If so his middle just, name started with H, he'd be quadruple H. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's H's, Hayden yeah. Hiles Horn. Hiles Horn has, yeah. yeah, the two. So I was like, Hiles Horn and Hayden, that's just, I'm calling him so Triple many H. H's, yeah. Yeah. And so then that just, because that's one of our favorite wrestlers, Triple H, back in the day. So it's better than the one Tim tried to give me in the OG days. Do you remember? What it? was the OG one? What'd you What'd you do? Well, my, <laughs> is it suitable for the waves? It might not be. <laughs> but Sorry, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. So maybe you could tell me in the break. Can yeah. you write it and down? We, do we have a it here? Yeah. I have a piece of paper. You can write it down. Yeah, and then <laughs> and you exactly show it, writing show it, it to yeah. show it to me, and I'll see what it is, and then we'll go from there. See if that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. No, probably not. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. You going to open with that? No, no, that's not. No, that's not good. All right, so good. Glad we gave you <laughs> Let's just say the second no. you called me Triple H, I was like, yep, that's good. Triple H like, is good. good. You guys ever find us out drinking at the bar, you can ask us about that nickname. There you go. Perfect. That's <laughs> we'll exactly we'll right. We'll discuss that's that good. with you. Yeah. yeah. Good we'll play off of his name that's there. Good. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to ask you, because we got into like talking about facial hair. Out of nowhere, and Hayden brought up a golfer. Is it uh, oh Eric va, Van Royen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Van Royen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, hey, I'm South African. <laughs> Hello, it's That's... Gary Player here. <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> at his face right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just <picturing> <laughs> That's the voice you're going to hear for the rest of your life. So, where are you, this guy? If you've not seen it, Ted, I don't know if, if at some point we need to tweet out a photo from the Man and Bone account, but this mustache is 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 big. It is a huge mustache, and I say this as someone who appreciates facial hair. It may be too much mustache. I I've, I I thought the same thing because I walked into that tournament. Uh, Hayden, I don't know if you watched that, but of course I did. I, I saw that Spieth posted the sixty six. So Spieth are doing that. Spieth. Got me, yeah, got me a little bit excited. He hasn't won in a long time, and this was a dude that had one of the biggest young dude hot streaks. In golf history, stacking up those majors. So to see him win and all that time left in the tournament. So then you're watching Cantlay and watching Big Shane Lowry. And then Eric Von Royen was another one of these names that was up there on the leaderboard. Why'd you call him Big Shane Lowry? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what was that about? And I also, I kind of blanked out. Did you say hot dude streaks? What? What are we talking about? <laughs> what did we? No. What did what I is, say? Young, 
Whatever, dude, what, hot streak. Well, yeah, yes. Dude, where's my car? Jo- Jordan <laughs> Spieth was a young man, and I he was you. as red hot okay. as any young still golfer young guy. has I think been. He's like twenty. Yeah. yeah, and he's still young and can get it back. But no, I'm with you. Watching all those players try to make a run at it, and then them showing bits and pieces of Van Royen, and he missed a couple of of putts on that back nine down the stretch run. If he was sinking more of those, he could have been in the playoff potentially. And the mustache got in his way. It's just he's putting with a stuffed animal attached to his face. I, it's hard to see down over your face into the golf ball. That's true. It's almost like the guy has taken the joke too far into his personal life. Mm. He's trying to be funny mustache guy and win championships on the golf course. Maybe just you could you could trim that and still be funny mustache guy, but just bring it down a little bit. the Raleigh fingers going on. When it starts to curl up, I think it's time to stop. That's what was, just my what was the term you used, Hayden, by it's the way? It's fierce and it's controversial. Controversial yeah, mustache. It's a controversial, it's a controversial mustache. mustache. It, it is. It is. Listen he was to how saying it's, very, it's very controversial. Yeah. I agree. We're debating he, the mustache. He was saying it, it may be at times performance enhancing. Maybe maybe it adds a little bit at times where he gets confidence yeah. like to dr- on the drive. Like Maybe he walks up to the tee box and he's feeling great and then he bends over to putt. Maybe it evens out. Yeah. I don't know. Drive for show, putt for dough. Yeah. What do we have coming up on the Buckeye show? Coming up tonight, uh, I heard you guys doing some of it. We're going to have a big uh, spring game breakdown. Nice, uh, what do we got, the Joey Galloway on there, by Joey the way? Joey Galloway, the Ted, seven. Ginn, Ted yeah, Ginn, yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Chris, Dwayne Gam- Haskins. Chris Gamble. Yeah, yeah tons of yeah, Chris Gamble. Of course, of course, Dwayne Haskins, without yeah, saying. absolutely. We'll go over that great moment where uh, C.J. Stroud busted out the d- actual Dwayne Haskins jersey. That was, that was cool. Threw his final touchdown pass in the shoe. That was, a, that was a cool way to look at it. But a lot of breakdown. We got a DB on the show. Tyvis Powell's with us all week. So we'll look at some of these guys. Like uh, Denzel Burke looked great. He's probably going to replicate his great season. Kai Stokes, uh, Jordan Hancock, some of these young players that are going to provide some depth for the Buckeyes in that defensive backfield room. So we'll get a big breakdown. Also, the uh, golf coach, by the way, well, I'll ask Jay Mosley about this mustache. There you go. <laughs> they're, getting, they're getting ready for their tournament this year. It's actually kicked from the Scarlet to the beautiful Columbus Country Club. Wow, so the yeah. is going to be played end of the week. C-C-C. There That's you right. go. All right. Buckeye Show is coming up next. Back, back page is now. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Just kidding. We're out of time. We got to talking. Ran out of time. <laughs> Sorry, Hayden. You'll get to make your back page. You'll oh, get to you do that next time. You can't give 10 seconds. Right. The mustache remains what controversial. Do you, do you have a 10 better, second? Better call Saul. Yeah, Starts this tonight. One, Florida man watched Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times. Whoa. Ooh, that's not. That's too much. That's a lot of movies. That's too many times. Set a world record. Oh, well then, okay. Congrats congrats <laughs> on. on the world record. They have a world record 30 days of Watching movies. Spider-Man. 30 yeah. days of yeah. Spider-Man exactly. in total. There you go. That's uh, that's too much. Buckeye Show is next. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's Man and Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Bethel Road at Go Down Road. It is causing some heavy backups in that area. Plan about a 5 to 10 minute slowdown as things get cleaned up and use caution in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, 
I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave, like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You you would, you would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends, because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 